Is this a podcast? Episode 10. Huh? I think. Nine. Nine. Nine? Yes. Oh. We skipping. <laughs> <laughs> we have episode two parter. I've been trying to figure that out. <laughs> We've done an episode every month. I feel like we did two in one month. We lost an episode. Remember, differently alike, I split it up because they had that Jackson Wang episode. Nah, but I'm saying months. like there was one. So we didn't skip a month. We're in month nine. No, we didn't right? skip nothing. Wow. Yeah, we're in month nine. So this is episode but, but, nine. But the first month we did two. True. So that means somewhere along the line we lost something. No, we didn't. Okay. Wait. No, we just. I mean, unless my math is wrong. We yeah. in month nine. One month we did two. That math's math. Now you got me confused. <laughs> That's the whole. Show me the numbers. Yeah, show me the numbers. <laughs> We've done nine episodes. Somewhere along the line, y'all, we lost a podcast. I, we, it was like we 10. Can't, can't. I, I felt like we was on 10. I feel like 10. I feel like we should start skipping. Rory and Maul skipped some numbers. 10 toes down. You know what I'm saying? We got to get our numbers up. I believe it's nine. It is. <laughs> okay, I thought so. I, I mean, I just double checked. Okay, okay, cool. I'm always saying. Nine slash 10. No. <laughs> yes, nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Uh, we got some topics today. Uh, the topics are uh, 1080p. You mind going over topics? We we got some hot takes. Uh, we we only have, I thought we only had one topic. I'm about to say. Yeah, yeah we have one topic. <laughs> you, you said, said we got some topics. <laughs> and some Man. hot takes. That's topics. We have a topic and hot takes. Yeah. We got some topics and hot takes. And a few questions. And we got some questions from you guys. You guys said <laughs> we don't talk about ourselves. Which is crazy. Yeah, I know. If you, like, that just means, you know, you might have just got on the board. You know, you just got you know, on the train. And, and, and yes. welcome. We love y'all. Love oh, for yeah. sure. Big we, loves. We have talked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every, every, every recording we talk. <laughs> right. So, uh, I guess. <laughs> I just caught what you said. I'm sorry. I'm super late. I guess uh, we can go ahead and get started with the first topic. So, 1080p, okay. could you uh, grace us with the... <laughs> Open a topic of the show. <laughs> yes. So artists aren't being so quick to renew their current. No, no. That's not, God, words. <laughs> reading. I practice this and I still suck. Okay, whatever. So artists aren't being so quick to renew with their current labels. Word is Irene of Red Velvet hasn't re-signed with SM. Oh. And Lisa of Blackpink turned down $40 million, a $40 million contract. So we already seen... Um, Quasa, leave her former label. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on these events? Okay. I mean, I guess I can go first. Uh, look, man, I start this off the same way I started off all the time. Yeah, I know I'm in favor of the artist, right? Yes. Everybody knows that. So I don't care if people don't want to sign with their labels. You know what I mean? I think what's happening, you know what I mean? And uh, I feel like Lisa knows how much she's worth. Oh, yeah. She's like, it damn sure ain't $40 million. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure that the first contract Blackpink signed wasn't favorable for them. You know what I mean? That's the way these music contracts go. So it's time for her to get her money. The show money is great and all of that, I'm pretty sure. And I know some of the fans are torn. But the labels, get, they got the money. They They just need to pay up. So... Like the short said, pull the Brinks truck up, drop the money. The money. <laughs> she, she told y'all in the song. She did say it. She told y'all in the song, drop the mother effing money. You know what I'm saying? That's that, you know, falling in the air, she loved the way it feels. Drop the money. You know what I'm saying? Rumor is she's dating Bernard Arnold's uh, son. 
one of the richest families in the entire I'm world. About to say who's that? Whoa, I don't know who that is? <laughs> Owner of LVMH. Oh, huh? LVMH, Louis Vuitton, Hennessy, Moet. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Man. I don't, I'm not familiar with those terms. I'm 50% sorry. 50% owner of Fenty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you said Velveeta. I said Velveeta. Yeah, they own 50% of Fenty. Okay. Uh, okay. Wow. Super rich. Okay. The amount of money they amassed during um, COVID is absolutely disgusting. Mm. Interesting. Because so many, so many people spent their STEMI checks mm. on LVMH stuff. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they're dating for real. Even if they are, it don't matter. It's, no, it's nobody's business. Right. All I'm saying is, is that she's seeing how much she's worth. I think uh, K-pop fans should be prepared for the possibility that Lisa might not resign with uh, with YG. Uh, I don't know. Blasphemy. I feel. I feel <laughs> I'll see. Hey, let me <laughs> get my takeout. Let me get my takeout. I feel like Lisa could be one of the biggest international artists in the world. Not not just in K-pop. Like I feel like she's getting that image. She's seeing it. She's coming to America. She's getting love in America. Everywhere, every country she goes to, yeah, she gets love. Lots and lots and love. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like just seeing how people that don't listen to K-pop interact with her verses and stuff when they're part of things. I feel like Lisa could be huge, and she's using her leverage. Yeah, to 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 broker a big deal. And either YG pays up or they don't. That's that's really the end of the story. So if it don't work out and Lisa don't sign back with Blackpink, mind you, we're we're recording this mid September. So if this is sorted out afterwards, disregard most of the stuff I'm saying towards the end. But if she doesn't re-sign back, don't turn your back on her. Be yeah. mad at the label. The labels had the money. Don't be saying she's greedy. She didn't, you know, she's asking for too much money. Look. The labels and gap paid. Yeah. This is this is how the label deals work. Look into the business. And Lisa is handling business right now. So let her handle her business. And if YG wants to handle business correctly, she'll be back with the group. How you feel about Irene? I feel like Irene should, well, why would Irene sign back? Mm. Let's be honest right now. Dead dead serious. Hey, oh, let's be honest. Nah. How much attention has SM given to Red Velvet lately? I think we've expressed how mad we were about that. How many times, and no shade to Espa, how many times has Espa dropped in the last two years? How many times has Red Velvet dropped in the last two years? Espa's on tour in the United States right now. Ooh. Has Red Velvet came to the United States? Oh, they haven't. I mean, not since uh, Wendy's getting back from her injury. Yeah. How, why, like when when they come to her, like seriously speaking, as her, and she's looking at everything that's happening at SM right now, right? Beck Young, oh, that situation is short out. Don't matter. It was an issue. Tayon, that situation, I believe, is figured out. I'm not 100% sure. But how much have they pushed Red Velvet? Mm. This is one of the staple girl groups in SM Entertainment. So if, if I was Irene and they bring that to me, I'm just like, well, what have you shown me to make me think that you're going to actually make me a priority here? And it's, I it's, would be reluctant to sign back too. It's nine years, right? I believe so, yeah. Ooh. Almost a full decade. Yeah. You know years. what I'm saying? And, and you see Hwasa's, she's doing her thing. She's being able to be successful with another label. I feel like at this point, 
it's not about loyalty. Like, you know, back in the day, NBA players didn't want to sign with nobody else. You had to that. be loyal to your team. Yeah. Now, now, now they figured out, like, nah, the teams made those a thing because they wanted to keep the money low. Yeah. Because they didn't want people bidding. You were a trader if you traded teams. They set that up. And now look at the labels. They got people feeling like, yo, Lisa don't want to re-sign back. Ooh, like they're leaking. I'm felt they're leaking these stories, yo. Irene's not considering Before joining a back. Too, like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's wild. Right. Lisa's Trying getting to... mobbed at the airport. Yeah. Like, sign back, sign back. And it's just it's like, yo, this ain't on Lisa. Yes, she could sign back for $40 million, but she can gen- she generates more than $40 million a year for that label. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So she's asking for more trust and believe. She's had somebody run them numbers, and they said $40 million ain't enough. Man. So, no, I, if I was Irene, I'd be like, why? Hmm. You, got, you got to show me why I should re-sign back. Well, y'all... This is just the reality of the business. Ooh. Okay. The business. The business. Um, <laughs> sorry. I just, I just got to put it to that. Um, regardless of what, you know, Lisa or Irene or any uh, K-pop. Oh, it's going to uh, keep happening. Oh, it has to. Uh, I'll get yeah. into uh, we We as fans got to um, recognize that sometimes your faves might leave. Sometimes Ooh. your favorite groups might break up. I mean, I, I say this with confidence because I feel like we've been through this a lot of times with, over here, state size with hip hop groups, R and B groups. <laughs> we know how Ain't nobody how... came to see you, Otis. Otis. <laughs> so it, it, it's just you know, unfortunately, <laughs> a, 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 a side you know effect of of the business. But you know, to keep it K pop. And keep it within, you know, the lanes of Lisa and Irene. Um, you know, Lisa sees that money, as Dame's was saying. They, they've been on these tours. They've been to Coachella. They, they see how these fans respond. And if that contract ain't speaking right, what's the use of, you know, agreeing with it? Mm. If, 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 you were trying to get a promotion at your job. Like, you know, aren't you go try to do what's the best for you? Yeah. For all the work and time that you put into something. And you're like, that's it? Yeah. We got to be realistic with this uh, type of, like, you know, situation. And, you know, speaking on Irene, that's been nine years. Ooh. Unfortunately, the thing that happened to Wendy was, was really, really sad and kind of halted the group. But you got to think about yourself at the end of the day. You got to keep on moving. You got to keep, you know, just probably, you know, that's her passion. She loves, you know, performing, singing. She wants to get the amount that she wants out of it. Everybody is different. But I just want to make sure that, you know, fandoms, because, you know, I see how, how these fandoms react. At the end of the day, be happy Yeah. for your specific individual, for the group. Be happy of... And I'm not trying to say Lisa's leaving. I'm just saying, if it happens, if Lisa or Irene, if anybody, your favorite group leaves, cherish the moments that you had and support their endeavors for it. That's all I'm asking. So regardless of what happens, just know that it's, it's based off the individual. You could say this is a diplomatic response. I don't care. 
<laughs> I just feel like if you really truly support the idols and you know whatever they do, you'll be like, hey, we with you. Thank you for all the memories and everything you gave us. Yeah. And we hope that you continue to do more. We got to be realistic about these things, man. This has been how long Blackpink been active? Seven years now. I was about to say about seven. We gotta be. We gotta be realistic about this stuff. <laughs> These contracts, they be like, yo, we need you for another seven more years. And you be locked. You locked. can't do nothing. Been there most of your life. <laughs> and you, you just got to be realist about this stuff. So, hey, y'all, uh, just, just show love. Yeah, hey, this isn't good for business. I, I tell you, at least in my opinion, um, I'm, you know, 40 million isn't isn't bad number. You know? Uh, you know? I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. But but honestly, for the K, keeping the K-pop, I like that term. But keeping the K-pop, this is not good for the machine, in my opinion. You know, because if the groups are breaking up, you know, or or, or disbanding, that's gonna. I feel like that could hurt the the ecosystem in some aspect. There should be an incentive to kind of keep these things going, because if not, you may see more independent artists and groups, which I think would be a great thing. But I think it would, it could interrupt. Um, what K-pop is doing right now, at least that's what it feels like. So uh, I think as artists, they should get the money because they're not, if I'm not mistaken, they're not owning these songs. Um, there's no ownership. So whatever you get, you get. So uh, so you better get the money up front because you're not going to catch anything on the back end. I agree with that 100%. Um, but then again, for the label as well, you know, would this impact keeping the K-pop how would this impact K-pop if our favorite groups are disbanding? So, I believe it's just because of how big K-pop is getting. These labels got to respect these idols. Think about it. They're giving their whole life yes. to this. They're giving their whole all. Like, not just the songs, but the concerts, the fan meets. All these, like, you know, they got to do the, the photo cards. They got to give every single moment of their life to the fans. I want to be paid for that. I'm yeah. losing time of my life. If we want to keep it a buck. Yeah. It's just like, yo, I got to stand in front of the camera and smile and wave and say, hi, I love you so much. Oh, my gosh. Next. Hi, I love you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> we got to be real. We pay up. The question is for independent artists. We're not saying they're going to go independent, but if there are more independent artists, it really disrupts the formula. You oh, know, it's coming. Oh yeah. Oh, but but we've been saying that it's coming. It's coming. Like, look, if you look at the way hip hop has gotten to where it is now, K pop is following the same trajectory. Bro. Insane. They don't want to. It's they don't the hear same. Us, no, people. <laughs> some people agree. Oh, okay. It's following the same trajectory. You know what I mean? It, it's it was a bubbling thing. It gets bigger. It, then it starts getting where it starts getting more international mainstream so the the fans the core fans the original fans they want to hold it tight they don't want it to change true but as it gets bigger it's going to want to encompass more of everybody which means it's going to change yeah and then the artists start seeing the money like Beck Young's article that article that he had wrote talking about how he's been in the music business since he was a kid and there's still aspects of the business he didn't know about like he's just now sitting down with the marketing team and wants to produce his own music and the label's telling him, no, bro, this is Beckham we're talking about. Whoa. So when you see stuff like that, of course artists are going to start, what's going to start happening and the thing that's going to 
turn this whole thing on its head, and I'm just going to say it without going into a lot of detail, is that when people start going independent, Scary. the labels are going to lose control of the industry because the labels lost control of hip-hop because there's so much... The, the, the fact that you can record in your home when K-pop idols start breaking out and doing stuff from home and they're big enough, it's a wrap. The labels are going to lose control. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna lose control of the sound. And then it's going to start turning into the Wild Wild West where independent artists will start flourishing. And then the, the big five will cease to exist. It'll probably be like a big one or two. Ooh, I, I feel that. For that. I feel that. But I feel like there's still going to be some... I don't know. I feel that. But at the same time, I feel like they're going to have a hold. It's just not going to be as much as a grasp. I, I don't know. I feel you, though. That's not good for business. If they lose the control of the sound, that's not good for business. Better pay up now, then. Better it's pay tough. up now. Drop that money, man. They can drop the money. They got it. <laughs> they got these idols doing bubble apps. Kind of, you know, respect responding lot, to every man. single per- person. Yeah, all the uh, all the idols do shows. They have light sticks, and we got to remember these idols. It's not even just about they bang. They trying to take care of their families. Exactly. Yeah, they. I mean, <laughs> some of these idols what started really young, yeah. right? You know, so this is pretty much all they know. Mm-hmm. I mean, teach them. I mean, I would empower the artists because it's only going to make the craft even better. You know, it's intimidating. Maybe it's scary because honestly, they can take knowledge and and do something else with it. But what else, what are you gonna do? I think at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, if I want to keep it on, on Lisa, it's all about knowing your worth. I mean, and knowing. I think a lot of idols are starting, thankfully, to know that. Wow, I mean a lot to this industry, this whole thing. But you know, I'm, I'm now people. I don't know because I'm not an idol, but I would expect that you know, being an idol is a is a dream. Is a thing, but at the end of the day, it's just something that they want to do to take care of their families. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as they get more into it and see what more they can have to benefit them, then it's a problem because they're actually looking out for themselves, which is foul to me. Yeah. It's just like, no, you are worth something because you put your blood, sweat, and tears into this pro- this uh, profession. Talk, talk, talk. No, no. <laughs> no maybe no like all these type of options you got to be willing to say no yeah don't be afraid to say no there's nothing wrong with saying no the question is is if this doesn't go the way that fans hope it does as in lisa resigning back with yg that's the do problem the fans turn on lisa that's the and that's why i'm saying that's why i said earlier just please love and support your artists like I don't like that culture because such and such is doing this now or he's not with the group. Forget about him. What are you talking yeah. about? We've seen that happen with so many groups where a member is not in a group no more. And they just act like that person was never there from the, from the jump. Mm-hmm. I hate that. And I'm more afraid of not just the fans, everybody else around the ecosystem. The producers, the choreographers, if you if she was to leave, if somebody was to leave and say, hey, don't work with this person because that's bad business, that isolation could be, that's what I'm worried about too, where it's like now they can't work with certain people because. So you got to find a whole new team, a whole new this. A lot of times they have to be on the lower level, uh, but you can't work with those big writers, those big producers. 
And I think that's that right there has to be the most frustrating part. Who gonna say no to Lisa? I was about to say. I was like, yeah, you, <laughs> you talking about somebody else. <laughs> yeah, who gonna say? But I, but I feel you. That's the problem, though. Everybody ain't Lisa. Yeah, you know? but yeah, everybody ain't Lisa. But in this case, I think people be like, nah, we gonna work with Lisa. Wait, it's cool what you said, but we gonna work with Lisa. I hope so. I hope so. So you thinking there's gonna be some blackballing? Oh, 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 oh yeah, Eagles. it, it ain't gonna, gonna work. Black. I yeah. feel like From that's Lisa, already in the culture. Yeah, it's I mean, already in green in the culture. You see, it happens with hip hop all the time. Okay. It happens with R and B. It happens with rock. Yeah, it happens with country. Like you see what they did to the Dixie Chicks. Like dead serious. Like everybody, there's blackballing in every facet. You know yeah. what I mean? I love Beyonce, but she's blackballed some people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like artists literally blackball each other. Yeah. So if you don't think the label is gonna try, <laughs> they're gonna try. Oh yeah. Oh, they're gonna pick up that. Phone. It ain't gonna work all the way. <laughs> But it, it'll definitely work. Like I can see it. Like I can see with Irene. I can see it like hurting her initially. Like I can see SM being like, "Yo, them joints don't do nothing for her, or else we're never working with you again." Right. Like that. I can see that stuff happening. So trash. But uh, you know, let's just hope none of that stuff happens. But this is the music business. It, it happens all the time. We hear about it, and and we will continue to hear about it. Yep. You have any thoughts, 1080p? No, I don't have any. <laughs> I have zero thoughts. Get your money. <laughs> that's all I say. Get your money. I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm like, 40 million ain't enough for you, then that's cool. Because I just, I just be me. wondering, like, no, I just. I mean, I think the concert's pulling over a billion dollars or something. Oh, yeah, 40, 40 million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's like, so, is it like. Forty million for a year. Yeah, I just say like, a billion for another I mean, they, seven they, well, years. That's the thing. Black so you just selling negotiate, out. right? Black Pink's been selling out everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. Chalk up the money. <laughs> they 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 had a night in Coachella. Like everybody can't say these these accolades. So right. the price of yesterday. What, what what's the term? The, uh, yesterday's, yesterday's price and today's price. And today's, price. today's price. That's yeah. basically what yeah. this is. It was it was forty million before the singles. <laughs> All right. right. Yeah. That that ain't that ain't the price now. But that response at the Coachella, oh, the dollar has went up. And yeah. I guarantee you all the idols are rooting for Lisa because they know more money for her means more money for them. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. A, she's pro, yeah, a pioneer. That's it. Right. Oh, it's that's there. exactly that's what, it. That's why Sugar said, I'm enlisting now because when I come out, that money about to be nice. <laughs> and I think that's why the labels are <laughs> the labels are scared. They, they're they're definitely scared. They there's are been a, scared. There's, there's like, been a lot more free songs. Oh, like, yes. <laughs> because they know they worth. Don't play with me. I love this for profession. I love the fans, but you ain't gonna play with my money at the end of the day. As they learn a business, like, it, look, if they want to do things the right way, teach these artists the business while they're training them up and all of that stuff. Artist development. That I guarantee there'll be a little bit more loyalty. But when you have somebody like Beckyun who's saying, like, bro, I know so much about the music industry, but I don't know nothing about this stuff right here. I feel like that's a lot of artists. Yeah. It is. He's just the one that's saying it right. today. Right. Like right. tomorrow is going to be somebody else, and then it's going to be somebody else. It takes you know a lot of courage to say that too. Yes. It's, it does. We're seeing a shift in K-pop right now, and that's Ooh. what people don't understand. It's not just about oh, my favorite don't group turn is breaking on, look, up. Don't turn it's, on no. a company. I mean, don't turn on the people. Yeah. It's the companies. They they could train these people with the business. There's a whole lot where we do not see beyond the uh, behind the scenes. Yeah. There's a whole lot going on that we don't even know about. Like y'all got to understand that it's probably mm -hmm. a, it's a scary world to navigate. Oh yeah, sure. so scary. Okay, so <clears throat> next up we got some hot takes. 
right. Explain the hot takes thing for people that don't oh, know. She, she, oh, so basically, oh, yeah, I had put a post online and I had asked everybody to send us their hot takes. We got like 80 of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, we're going to try to get through 20 of them today. We might say oh, some for a later God. time. Yeah. And we we'll might try. we might uh, open up some more to let people throw some more of their hot takes in there. So, you mm-hmm. know, that's where it came from. This comes from you guys. 1080p has the names of everybody that sent it in. So, so and if I mess up your name, I'm my apologies in advance. <laughs> so if you agree, then it's fire. If it's in the middle, it's warm. And if you disagree, then it's cold. So I believe this is Brooklyn but it's not spelt like Brooklyn. But they said that groups should focus on fully developed albums rather than producing a massive amount of mini albums. Ace. Oh, you want to go first? That's a oh, okay. fire take. I love that take so much. But I can understand why a lot of people disagree with me. But I think that's a fire take because I love fully developed albums. We were just talking about this with Geo. Um, they need to do a full album and then actually uh promote said album for more than not- two weeks <laughs> <laughs> yeah. more one or two months please uh and i feel like they need to focus on that but i get it the k-pop ecosystem has been many 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 single 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 i yeah. get it but if you take the time to just fully develop have, like oh my god if we get just eight nine tracks and then y'all promote it beautiful because we can get some great music it's happened. Stay on that formula. So I think that's a fire take. Uh, I'll, I'll say it's a fire take too. We had a whole conversation on um, Natasha's podcast uh, about this same exact thing. I, I agree with the album take. And the reason why I'm saying I agree with the album is just because I feel like you should promote it throughout the whole year and not just a couple of weeks, maybe up to a month. Like, roll it out with singles, like have multiple singles. I'm not saying spend a, a fortune on the music video. I'm just saying, like, it should be more than two weeks for you to promote a project. Yeah, you made 500K, uh, thousand sales, maybe a million sales, but you can you can push it more. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm I'm wondering if since that labels have artists sign on sliding scales, if that's why they don't promote the album as much. Because once albums hit a certain threshold, that means artists make more money. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if that's why it's a reluctance to that. Mm. But, you know, I'll, I'll just stop there. But I, I think it's a fire take. Okay. I, I think it's a fire take under conditions. Um, I think for newer groups, it would be a good just to kind of say with the ecosystem and formula, just so people can get to know you because the, the game moves so fast. Got to put it out there, be in everybody's face. But for the more established members... I would I would like to see four projects because they have something. To, usually, they have something to talk about. They get a rhythm for what they want to do. Um, they can be a lot more polished. So I think maybe having a balance of the two could work out because we know that one system works, um, and we know the other system. One system works for attention. The other system works for good music and good projects. So some of our some of the favorite artists like like the Geo project. I would wish it was a full project. That was some good music, you know, to get a good rollout, good story to tell. Like, I would like that more. But for newer groups I never heard of, you know, not sure if that's the best strategy for money um, marketing-wise. If you if you got some uh, thoughts in there, P, you can throw them in anytime. Oh, I have none. I'm just letting you know. You know <clears throat> no, I know, I know. Don't be shy. Uh-huh. I'm super shy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I so said corny. Jail. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was good. Super shy. Thank you, thank you. Okay, so moving right along. 
Um, we have <clears throat> a hot take. Well, we have a couple of them from NJD mashups. The first one is the youngest age to accept trainees should be 16 to 17. Uh, I think that's a fire take. I think I do. I mean, and I know that the system has worked fairly well for uh, idols to be successful being trained from such a young age. However, and like, I feel like I'm just always talking about bad news. I feel like the failure, the success to failure rate would show that like, cause people's dreams just get slattered, like slaughtered from the ones that don't actually make it, don't get a chance to debut. And they spent all of that time training. Ooh, My heart yeah. breaks for a lot of them. Um, so I'd, I'd like there to be a nice set age. I mean, I'm not saying that people can't do dancing lessons. Let the kids get a chance to be a kid because some of these idols are full-grown adults and they act like kids because they, they were fucking working the yeah. whole time. I think that's a, a fire take. Um, but the question did say except trainees, mm -hmm. 16 to 17. So, yeah, I think it's, it's a fire take. How long do you train for? That's, like, that's the question. It depends. Depending on how good you are. Mm. I mean, some people don't train for long. Some people, some people take years. To but get we're it saying down. for them to be accepted in like a a training program, a training program for a said label like SM and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I, like, yeah. I, like, I think it's a fire take. It might be controversial. That's that's half of your favorite group's gone uh, because they didn't start training at such a young age. But you know, just with just that think, program, just think though. about just think about the ones that never make it, and I'm, hopefully they're all doing well. That's 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 where my my thoughts on the take are coming from. Yeah. I'm kind of warm on that take only because I do think they are taking the right steps to make sure that you know now these groups are not like just shelling their whole lives for the dream or whatever like that. I know so you're that, okay with Kaylee, like people Kaylee's age. Hold on, then and I know we talked about their uh, in a recent podcast. Wasn't there a law that they passed oh, yeah. and everything yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. So I understand that we're we're moving progress, but I can't understand why you say it is a fire take because you know they they get to live their lives and actually be a teenager and everything like that. But I do understand that some people's dream do start early, and I mean half of these people you listen to them talk. Like I was watching uh, the Legion of Etsy. She's like, yeah, somebody approached me in a mall and asked me if I wanted to be in a group because I was pretty. So I I trained. Like that. That's, I know. That's like yeah. half of the yeah. idol story. Yeah. That's pretty much half. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I understand. I, I I I know the implications of it, and like I like kind of like I want to just say yeah, that's a fire take, but I do understand that some people dreams they start early while they're a teenager, and maybe they might get that type of opportunity while they're in school and stuff like that. So I'm just kind of warm on that one. So I'm not sure. Yeah, I I think I personally think it's a fire take, but um. But at the same time, I understand the. I think I think morally, I think it's a good take. Yes, yes, um, absolutely. But you know, we got to think over on this side. We have the AAUs when it comes to sports, where these kids are starting off at like eight years old. You <laughs> yeah, know? right. In the system, soccer players as well, or uh, football players as well, starting at eight years old and just going through the camps and things of that nature. It's no different. So, if if I'm not saying stop well, that's those. usually for like a summer and, and it's over with. No, summer Depending schools. on the program. Yeah, summer schools. It depends on the program. Yeah, they yeah. it's academies. They call them academies. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. to me, I thought it was something similar where they're kind of like, it's just, you know, they, they learn music, learn dance, learn this. So 
if I if I can't tell those other groups to stop, then it's like, how can I tell this group to stop as well? Because they're getting a polished product. And the parents themselves, they're not if they're not complaining about it, you know, like they're sending their their kids out there, you know. So they could just say, nah, I'm good, you know. So they obviously want the opportunity for their kid to to reach mega stardom. So if they feel like that's an opportunity for their uh, family, I, how can I how can I knock it? You know. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 it's just sitting tough. here thinking. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, because I just worry about like the maturity level of the kids. Um, but I mean, if they want to do it. And let them do it, but if, I don't. I don't. If yeah, yeah if, if I just want to make sure that it's it's the kids that want to be there. Like like, like you think of like Simone Biles, right? Mm-hmm. She wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Like Geo, she didn't. Oh really? I um, watched. Yeah, she was on Lee Mong Jin, and she she's like, well, he was like, man, it's wow. been your dream to be a singer. She's like, uh, not really. Oh, I, I kind of started getting into it when once I was doing it, and that's that became a dream. But that, it wasn't like my dream. I, There's a I lot of stories like that. Yeah. Like yeah. kids, they didn't want to play sport or the, that instrument, but then they grew to love it. But yeah. those are the good stories. Yeah. yeah. There are some bad about, stories, yeah, though. What about the bad ones? <laughs> yeah. Bow wow. where Gia would be now if she didn't. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm in between. Okay, so the, the next one is the K-pop fandom <clears throat> and even netizens. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um... They need to learn <laughs> innocent until proven guilty and not guilty until proven innocent. Um, example, two situations come to mind from the oh, past. I mean, yeah, I wrote the example so people could read it. Oh, <laughs> oh my. Hey, it, it, I thought it, it, that's it, it, what they no, said. No, that's why I was, oh, yeah, you can't see it. It's in red. That was for people to read before we got here. Whoopsies. Right? Okay. Uh, so, I mean, uh, basically, that's a fire take. It's definitely uh, innocent until proven guilty. I, I don't feel like there's anything else to say. I mean, that shouldn't be a controversial take. Stop getting mad at idols for something that they ain't necessarily been proved guilty of doing. Yeah. That's all I got. I ain't, I ain't about to go on that one. That was simple. Simple fire take. Nothing for me. I mean, hey, I, I want it to be that way, but unfortunately it's not. But I believe that's a fire take. But if it was Ghost, you know he did that shit. He did that. <laughs> Whatever they say, he did. <laughs> They talk about what are they talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> power reference, y'all. Sorry. Yeah, power. <laughs> yeah, look, it's it's an on fire take for me as well. But you know, people are people. You know, it's 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 really hard to control that. You know, because like, you know, if, especially nowadays, like there's a you got a platform, you want to jump out the window, you are gonna jump out there for the views and the takes. Like, oh my gosh, you know, like. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I just read something about Constant Wu that like from off the boat. And she Fresh was talking about, yeah, from Fresh Off the Boat, the TV show, and Crazy Rich Asians, and she was talking about how she got canceled, and it didn't sound like a legitimate reason. You know, I mean, it's, I know it's a little bit less serious than the topics that the person that submitted the question gave us examples for, but, you know, let people get a chance to prove their case, and then, then get mad at them if they're wrong, if they're proven guilty. Yeah. Okay, so... What do y'all feel? <laughs> so we need more idols that speak how they feel and stand up for themselves and for their look. No, right. we don't need none of that. 
None of that at all. They don't need to stand up for themselves. Hell yes, we need oh, that. Oh, dang. I was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bang Bang looking concerned over here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bang Bang was like, hold on, what's happening here? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess not. <laughs> but yes, we, we need um, more idols to stand up for themselves because, you know, um, it, it's just a real thing. Uh, and a lot of people can learn from the idols, you know, be inspired, you know. And don't, don't ever stop speaking up for yourself. There's, in every type of industry, there is always some type of, like, fear of being hushed. And, like, you ain't got a voice. No, you have a voice. And yeah. speak out. So, yes. Bang-bang. Sorry, baby. Bang-bang. I didn't mean to scare you. No, look. I got, I got, I got <laughs> tiny vocal cords. So, speaking up is definitely difficult for me, you know? <laughs> Hey, sometimes speaking up, it's it's peaceful. You know what I'm saying? Like some people don't they want the peace. You know they don't want all the drama. But if if it feel if you feel like um you know what you're doing is obviously affecting your work and your craft, yeah, you, you got to speak up, stand up for yourself. Um, because this internet era is a whole different era. You know, so it's like I feel like sometimes when the artists do speak up for themselves, sometimes it doesn't end the way they want it to. You know, so it's. It's a weird balance when you have to stand up for yourself um, and then kind of like sit back and kind of like not speak up for yourself. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) But a lot of these guys, there's a lot of pressure, you know, with the groups. There's a lot of pressure, you know, where it's like I do understand why some artists don't speak up for themselves because it's the pushback can not only hurt them, but it can hurt the entire group, you know? Um, you may get pressure from the label and things of that nature. So you should definitely speak up for yourself. But I do understand that there's a, there's a balance. Um, it, just, it just sucks, man. Yeah, I don't know how to <laughs> I felt like for a second there, you made me forget what the question was. <laughs> I think he's just referring to there's a balance when you should, you know, no one to speak up. Oh no! Well, based on the examples, we definitely need artists that yeah. are speaking up. Yeah, artists oh, example. Like uh, you know, if uh, like for instance, uh, Maya uh, of uh, Everglow, she didn't want to cut her hair. Don't cut your hair. I understand this pressure. Fuck that. Fuck them people. I thought you meant like, bro. There was examples on the page. Look at. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, just like Shua, she basically don't take that crap. I didn't, I didn't yeah. even, I didn't know Shua was one of those zero F uh, K-pop idols until me and 1080P saw some clips, and I was just like, because people would be like, "Hey, Shua, you know, do it, Agayo," and she's like, "No," she's <laughs> just like, "No, I see." You know, Key, Key's a perfect example. Key was on live, and they were like, "Key, speak, speak in English." She's like, "If you're listening to K-pop, maybe you should learn a little bit of Korean." Like we need idols to stand up for themselves and be like, "Look, uh, this ain't a circus. I'm not. I don't have to perform for you all day. And if I don't want to cut my hair or dye my hair because this is what concept you think works for us, I'm not doing it. I'm me. Like I watch videos twice all the time. They all talk about how damaged their hair is from constantly bleaching and cutting and all of that. People got to speak up. They do. But what I'm afraid of is like sometimes down here, like you know, in the states. Sometimes, like, some artists will jump out where it's like, you don't have to, against fans, let's say things like fans would say something. It's like, do you really got to go out there and speak on certain things? Or do you got to say, like, some things you can just, like, let it go. But if it's, like, physical, like, cut your hair, like, those big things like that, then, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But I'm thinking, like, fans talking noise. Like, I just hate the arguing back and forth 
um, that I see like in the states. You know, I feel what you mean, but sometimes there needs to be something to be said. <laughs> sometimes just be like, I, right, I ain't let this go on long enough. I'm about to say something. So yeah, yeah, I get it, man. Yeah, I think it's a fire take. I just hate the drama, man. That's me. Okay, so Darcy E W wants to know. Dum, 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 hot take. It's better to disband a group that shows no interest, whether that's from members or the company, in continuing as a group than dragging fans along with the idea that there may be a comeback in the future. Uh, I don't even know how I feel about the question. Uh, the reason why I wanted to respond to this is because I think fans should stop thinking that everybody owes them something. You know what I mean? Because it's like, look, if the artist, if something's going on in the artist's lives and stuff like that, it ain't up to you to say, hey, disband, put them out. Like, because this kind of reminds me of the EXO situation, right? Where people were like, oh, kick them out of the group and let it keep going. Like, bro, this ain't your decision. <laughs> yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? That That's that's kind of the immediate emotion that I got when I saw this question. It's just like, like we're fans. Yeah. You're here to enjoy the music. You own the music, not the people that made it. That's a quote from Joe Budden, by the way. That's not mine. I wish it was. But you don't own the artists. They may speak to you in bubble because the label told them they have to. They have to. You know, they may smile at you with the fan signings because they have to. But you don't own them. When you see them walking down the street, eating in a restaurant and stuff like that, stop expecting them to be the same. Like, bro, this is their only time off. You know what I mean? So so basically all I'm saying is as fans, we're fans. The the idol uh culture is really toxic towards the the uh artists. They're never gonna tell you this, but I'm telling you for them. Yes, yeah, they don't like it and they're not gonna tell you because they need you to keep spending money. I feel like this is another warm one for me. And only because I agree with you 100%. Like, it ain't up to us. But I know there's probably some situations where, you know, where, where, where some groups don't be looking like they really are into it. I'm not going to say no names because there's, there's a number of groups that I can feel like may fit that type of criteria. Mm. And that's not in the comments. <laughs> and <laughs> um, we may not know. I think what it lies to is we may not know what's going on. Another another thing, a behind the scenes. We don't know if there's like troubles with uh, management, label issues, business issues, group issues, the members. We don't know what they're going through individually that may hold them from, you know, putting out another comeback. And I know the fans be waiting like, oh, my gosh, we're coming back. Um, we we don't know everything that, that goes on. So. I'm not going to say it's right to disband a group because nobody likes to see a group disband. I mean, I mean do, do people want pump fakes? Like, oh, they broke up. Six months later, they're back. Reunion. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, it's tough. And, I, and to me, it's, it's basically the situation of things. But I agree with Dame 100%. We the fans, we can't dictate, any, dictate yeah. anything. Uh, uh, yeah, but, we can. We can send a truck. We can send a truck. But at the end of the day, I just feel like, um, you know, there there may be some situations where I would be like, if you were to disband a group, it wouldn't be because of the fans. It would be because of the members. Right. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If the members are going through something to where it doesn't seem like they should continue as a group, 
then yes, disband the group so that doesn't string along the fans because they know that, you know, whether it's a personal or business thing, if it holds the foundation of what you got down, then yes, it's not right to trickle those fans along. But, you know, in terms of what Dames is saying, if it's just because they ain't put out a single in a year and you're mad, well, be mad. If you know the circumstances, like people are in the military or people have families and stuff like that, like, come on, that's just real life. Don't get mad. Just be like, all right, when they come back, we go give them all the support. So that's why it's kind of warm for me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I I agree with Ace. Um, Be a warm take for me as well. Just, you know, if if the artist could make that decision and say, yo, let's disband, I doubt they have that leverage you know but um, if they do yeah it should be up to the artists not definitely not us you know we're, we're fans like we just gotta just enjoy you know facts <laughs> that's all i got <laughs> so i guess it'll be a warm take for me too I, I agree with you okay all right so uh wildflower 1013 says good management of a group is a bigger factor and a group's long-term success over talent, visuals, etc. I mean, I wish it wasn't, but I mean, that's mm. just how the music industry's been forever. There's sometimes where you get a breakthrough, you know what I mean? But like when I see the success of a uh, Kiss of Life, and I know somebody will be like, "They're doing great for you know their situation." To me, it's just like I think their songs are better than some of the bigger like labeled artists you know maybe it should be getting a little bit more love you know we just checked out dpren you know what i mean Shout out. that joint was crazy but it it should definitely get more love but unfortunately yeah. sometimes some groups are just man they have the resources i mean the, the bigger it. labels just they have the resources they have the labels and the con- it's like a conglomerate like well my label owns this show so obviously we're gonna put you on it and we're going to let you win a couple awards and stuff like that. You know, I wish it wasn't that way. I wish the better music always came through. But that's un- the unfortunate part of business. Uh, so, yes. Uh, and I was like, I don't know if it's, I want to say it's a good take or not. I just wish that wasn't the case. But this is in terms of the management is great. The group is great. Not the group is great. That's why the management. No, the is management great. is more important than the songs, and and that's basically what you said, right? 1080p. The uh, management. The group management of a group is a bigger factor than the group's long term success yes. over talent, visuals, etc. I agree. I agree. That's that's a yeah. fire take. Yeah. I just wish that wasn't the the, the right. actual case. Yeah, I think that's a fire take too, because a lot of people, you know, of course, we get attached to the groups and everything like that, and. That is normally what takes it off for us as fans. Like, you know, we latch on to a certain members or we like because of their chemistry and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, somebody had to put together a schedule. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody had to put together a release schedule for the music. Somebody had to plan said music video somebody had to plan oh what this member is going to wear somebody had to say okay we need to take care of them we need food we need this okay now we need to figure out how to get this group over here this group of people like it but we want that group over there in america to like them too oh oh, like there's so much that goes into planning y'all yeah like it's more than social media I'll tell you that. There's a lot of things. You got to network. You got to know people. 
And management surpasses everything. We got to understand that. So there's always somebody in the background working hard for these groups. So, yes, that is a fire take. Flamethrower. I mean, it's a lot of times it's not all about the talent. You know, it's just can you get this person in front of people's faces? You know, that's usually about the game, you know, where we know there's a lot of talented artists, but we don't really hear them. You know, there's, there's so much competition. So your management, if they can get you to be heard, be seen, you know, people to rock with you, they may have connections to get you on certain placements to be here, to be seen. And it's like, oh, wow, this is amazing, right? Where the really talented ones may never see them, you know, may never, never even know they existed. So it's definitely management over uh, over talent um, and, and et cetera. Talent is great. I just want to say, not, not say that, you know, we're saying that they're not talented and that should be the thing, but there's always the motivator behind it. I just want to make sure people understand that. Like, we're not saying that talent alone can help because it's, it's a great help. But you still need that person that knows where to where to put the, where to put your talent. There you go. Yeah, when when the road <laughs> manager is a housekeeper, I don't know how well that's going to go for your group. Yeah. If if New Jeans was on the same label as Kiss of Life, would they be as as successful Ooh. as they are being a subsidiary of of Hobby? Hype. I don't care. I said it. <laughs> I, I, I said it like that on purpose, and I'm gonna keep saying Hybe, by the way, because people keep trying to correct me in the comments. <laughs> It's hype. It's hype. It's vibe. <laughs> I saw that comment. I was just like, yo, I'm going to keep saying hype. I showed it to 1080p. I never knew it was pronounced hype. That's why I said hype. So, yeah. Does it matter? Yes. Y'all still know who I'm oh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I guess it does matter. Language barrier. Whatever. I mean, I'm not supposed to say Kang Daniel either, remember? No, you're not. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so messaging apps like Bubble, where you pay to get messages from idols, turn communication with fans into a product. Bang, bang. You're scared? Oh, oh no. I, I, I just wasn't, I, I wasn't sure. She I was mean. Done. I mean, look, stop buying it. <laughs> stop signing up for it. At the end of the day. Bro, look, the, the, the faster people get this through their head, <laughs> idols are regular people. I, I get it. You know, they look amazing. The makeup and the glam and the outfits, it all looks incredible. But trust, they have skin just like you. They got hair. They got eyebrows, some of them. <laughs> they got eyelashes, you right. some of them. <laughs> some of them is 5'2". Some of them is 5'6". Yeah. You may be 5'2". <laughs> You may be 5'6". They got brown hair. You got brown hair. They got coarse hair. You got coarse hair. They are regular people. Oh my Could you believe that we would have so much in common? Me and Hani have the same eye color, y'all. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Me and some of the idols have the same birthday. But we're all human. They use the bathroom. They wipe their butt with Charmin just like you. Oh, Unless fancy. you use the nice, you know, nicer brand of triple ply. Oh. They human. <laughs> Let's treat them as such. I'm pretty sure they would like to be treated as human. Well, we can tell that Dame does not like to pay for any type of bubble or anything like that, man. <laughs> I'm not paying to talk to nobody. <laughs> I don't even want to call nobody collect. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not I'm not paying to talk to my mom. All right, what I look like paying to talk to an idol. <laughs> 
So you wouldn't pay to talk to Gio? Nah. If you're saying I got to buy an album, like as entry, uh-huh. I was going to buy the album anyway. But what if you got to talk to Gio? It ain't that deep, bro. Because cause I, don't, I don't like that aspect of things. Got to talk like, to Che, you know? It ain't that deep. Nah. It ain't that deep. I'm a fan, but I'm not paying to sit down and talk to you. Yeah. Like, nah, because cause th- there's a level of respect mm. to not having to pay. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not doing it. So you're here for the conversation. You just don't feel like paying. Yeah, I hundred percent have. I definitely have a conversation. I'll pay to go see you perform. Right. Yeah. Because right. you're putting on a performance. Right. 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 But if we're just gonna talk, I'm not paying to talk to you. Like it's not like what it like. It's I just I just we're humans. So would you pay to talk to me? I'm just saying. Like it's, it's like a therapist. <laughs> Pretty much. You paid so to your to take on this that, it, that this is a fire take because it is a, it turns fans into products. It does, but stop paying for it. Okay, the, right. like like subs, just desubscribe. So because because that is the case. It is disgusting. I mean, but that's just what that's. So, if, if people are gonna pay, if, if they're gonna if people are gonna pay for it, they're gonna offer it. Yeah. Yeah. So this, if you're getting something in return, I don't feel like getting a conversation. Like you're, you're, it's not a real conversation. They're talking right. to everybody at the same time. Okay. So and and that's why it's yeah. it's a it's a warm take for me, only because um, I feel like it's a fire take in essence of I don't I believe that they are being products, and but you know I do know that some idols like you know that kind of experience of reaching out to their fans yeah. in a broad manner i mean just yeah. to be clear i'm not against like fan clubs and stuff like yeah, that yeah i don't know like I know you're that. get you're getting something back right, right. Yeah, 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 you yeah. get a fan kit and and blase yeah, blah, yeah, yeah, you're so paying for something in return you know what i'm saying like but i'm just saying like the text app like it's, it's like the things we used to have for hip-hop remember you can call and get info on a release date early oh mike jones you remember yeah you used to pay and <laughs> Get paid by the minute they pay. Mike they Jones. they play a snippet of a song. Like Mike Jones said, "Yo, call me." I actually yeah. called Mike Jones. I think a lot of people call. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying, like, it's not. It's it's you're getting something in return, right? It's, it's and that's why it's yeah. warm for me because on that side, I get it that you know there is benefits for the fans and the artists. Hmm. But when I do want to lead towards the fire side, it's it all goes back to. The, the knowing your worth thing because that's another thing that they probably the idols don't get paid for the labels getting paid for that yeah right and that's where the problem comes for me is because just like you're paying to, to, to be receiving messages from your favorite idol but they're not seeing none of that they're just getting the enjoyments of connecting with the fans so you go to the fan meet you've been talking to Qjin and Bubble and be like hey I just sent you a bubble they'd be like yeah, you and a million other people. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's where it comes for that. So I can understand both sides of it. I know that's fan engagement. Um, but I'm with Dame. Like, it shouldn't be a thing that you have to pay for. I think it should just be something that is just allowed for, you know, f- fans, period. You shouldn't have to pay for something like that. Well, so. just know that you're not getting the experience that, like, it's not a one-on-one thing. Right. Oh, okay. It's it's like a general thing. It's it's yeah. that that that's where I'm but coming at it from. I know how it can help some people. Yeah. You know, and everything. That's why I'm kinda of warm on it because it's just like I know it benefits people that really like to be connected with their idols and that might, you know, motivate them and move them throughout their day, even if they're they know they're one of million people that they're getting a message into. That's true. 
But I do understand how it could be seen as a product as well because I can't imagine how it would be for an idol that's not filling in that day. But damn, I got to send that bubble message or my fans going to be mad. So or that's, you got to apologize for it later. Right. Uh, so yeah. that's where the conflict comes from. But I understand both sides. I, I would say, um, well, first of all, uh, I would say it's somewhat a hot take for me personally. Uh, only because I don't know who's blowing these bubbles, right? It could be anybody. It could be management. It could be the team. We don't know if it's actually <laughs> it coming from AI. Could yeah. be AI. Yeah, yeah, that's um, a good point. Blowing these bubbles. So I don't know um, if that will work for me personally. And then you know, there's there's a separation. I don't I don't think I personally need that experience. But on the other hand, there's some there's some people that may like it. You know, I think uh, Russell Simmons had like a group chat, mm-hmm. right, where he'll send like morning inspirations out to his fans, mm-hmm. right? So. Um, I, I'm sure there's some people that benefit from that. Maybe they just really like his inspirational quotes. So I, I can see it being a lane. But for me personally, I, you know, you can't, if you can't convince me that it's the actual person sending it, then I, I, it's kind of a waste for me personally. Yeah, if you don't like it, don't don't sign up for it. Right. Yeah. If you're cool with it, sign up for it. Yeah. Go. Yeah. J- just know what you're getting. You don't own them. Yeah. 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 Because I still wonder how many idols actually want to do it good question it's like if you want to do it then sure you can do it and then right. it's that and to me that's how you would know that it's really them doing it right because right. they want to reach their fans in this way right opposed to this is what you got to do yeah you know it, yeah can you text back on the bubble app yeah yeah you can. that's what's up yeah that's so, what's up. But, you gonna sign it? <laughs> no 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 <laughs> i'm terrible with small talk yeah is there a limit to how much you can text back? I have no clue. No, I, sure I never signed up for it. I'm going to have like, to ask some people in our Discord. I'm not, like, I'm, yeah, I'm not looking down on anybody that signs up for it. I'm just saying, if you got a problem with it, don't sign up for it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just know what you're getting. Right. Facts. Yes. Be like, hey, good morning. No, nobody text texts back. back. <laughs> Buy my album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know around album time, them bubbles be... A lot of bubbles. Bubbles be bubbling. <laughs> They got really the bubble guns for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got yeah. the bubble <laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay, so Tracy E. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Sorry. Their hot take says, groups in fourth gen should be directed to focus more on their vocals. They feel like the art of vocal, imp- Im- mm, of vocal improvement died with the third gen, and now the focus is mainly on visuals and trying to break into the Western market. Dang. Whoa, that's a, that's a take. Right? I think I think that's a cold take. I don't want to tell the idols what to focus on. I feel like there's enough good vocals going around. You know, I just yeah. uh, so have you guys seen Honey's Lee Mujin? Like she sounds incredible on that thing. You know what I'm saying? She's new gen. Leah sounds great. I feel like Yeji does a great job of singing. You know what I mean? I I don't know. If you guys consider new genes fourth gen, is, isn't isn't that new? Aren't people considering them new gen? I honestly get lost on the gen talk, y'all. So uh, I'm not going to comment on that at all because we've even I've even seen some banter back and yeah, forth back in and our forth. comments with the whole I feel like straight fifth, fifth fourth gen. I, I, I'm I'm just ace, okay? <laughs> General. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not <laughs> super up to. <laughs> I'm not super like kin to like yeah. who everybody claims. But is. I'm just going as you know this. Mm. 
I get where this question is coming from. Right, straight kids. You know, do they have the best vocalists in the industry? I mean, Sigmund sounds incredible. I, I can't speak to everybody else's vocal sounding, Chris. When you look at ATs, we we already know what Jungo does. Oh yeah, vocally. So it's just like I feel like there's enough. Like everybody can't be NCT One Twenty Seven where everybody can blow for real, for real if they wanted to. Everybody can't be. You know, uh, and NCT, I guess that's third gen, right? So, so I guess I can't even count them. But look, there, there's definitely some great vocalists in this generation. So I think the labels are doing a good job. Is everybody vocalist? No. But there will be a gen where we get nothing but clean vocalists. It's going to happen. Yeah. And we, we see some of that. New Jeans got some great vocalists. Uh, Kiss of Life has some great vocalists with some of their young members. So... I feel like I feel like this is a cold take. I, I I think there are some good vocalists out now. Yes, um, I feel like this is a rather cold take, just because I feel like there's so much variety yeah. <laughs> out right now to say that they're just focusing on the visuals rather than the vocals, because there will be sometimes where I'm just like, whoa, I did not expect that, you know. So I, I I do get where the direction of the question is or the take is coming from because, you know, there has been more emphasis on the visuals. You are not lying. There has. Mm. But I don't think that has sacrificed um, the vocal quality. I do feel like we are getting into a little bit of a more mainstream type of vibe to where it seems like the vocal um, priority is less of a focus. So I do yeah. kind of understand that. But as I said, we have so much variety to where we can really choose what we like or what we want to listen to. I, I just feel like this kind of co a cold tape because we have so much to choose from, Yeah, which is a great thing. I think it's great that we have so many options. Yeah, cold take over here. I feel like the vocal bar might have been a little lowered. You know, just the standard of, of, of vocalizing, you know, isn't at the same standard. But at the same time, you know, vocals, that's longevity. Like, I don't care. If you sound, this is about sounds, right? Music is about sounds. If you can blow, you know, people want to listen to you. You know, so like, I mean, you can't stop people from being vocal, you know. So I, I think it's a cold take. I don't think they're not, they're discarding people who can't, you know, who have the best vocals, you know. They're just trying to find a more of a balance to, to find those superstars that ha have it all. Now, I do want to say that I believe that we some some of these labels are not like focusing as much because I mean we complain about oh, live performances. How let them sing, let them sing. So I do think that some of these labels are kind of like trying to focus so much on the video visuals in that regard. But I don't think it's gone. Like the vocal no. is is gone. It's just that they need to trust their idols a little bit more. Look, everybody ain't Big Mama and Mama Moo out here, but we do got some great vocalists. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was being entertained. Sorry. <laughs> Should I pay you guys? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Wanda Phillips, 6832, said, a, ca a catchy song does not mean it's a good song. Big artists get attention with bad mid music, and small artists with good music gets no attention. <laughs> Facts. No, I mean that's 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 uh, that's a fire take. 
bad. I mean, bit. what else do you want me to say? That's a fire take. There are some records that are from artists on smaller labels that are better than some of the bigger artists, and they don't necessarily get love for it. And we complain about it here all the time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you knew we were going to agree with that, though. All the time. Mid. Super time. mid. <laughs> I can think of a whole bunch of songs right now that people said were good this year. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And all of them came from Ace's favorite group. Oh, no, shut up, man. Get out of here. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. And then yeah. there's a whole lot of songs that are fire, but they ain't getting the recognition they deserve. Hell yeah. So, fire take. Yeah, some, some of these songs out here still got the stem inside, you know? So, uh, yeah, this is not the best, uh, you know, but they're big artists, so of course they, they go. But, uh, so yeah, this is definitely a fire take, man. There's some artists out here dropping some mids and, uh, Everybody's praising it like it's the best thing ever. So, shout out. Yep, pretty much. So, Gabby in your area said you can't stand a group if you only listen to the title tracks. I mean, look, I'm not into standing one group. I'm a multi. I like a lot of different groups. You can see by the, the diversity on the wall, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I like a lot of different people. Uh, but I, I think in general... You're not a real music fan in general if you don't listen to like full projects, you know. Sorry, niece. <laughs> yeah. Love you. Mm -hmm. But just the fact that we took her to the Twice concert and she's like, I've never heard all of these songs. These are great. And it's just like, you just look at her like, that is crazy that you actually listen to K-pop and you don't understand how much good music you miss out on if you just listen to the title track. That's crazy. So, uh, yeah, that's a... Uh, I don't know. I don't even know which one is the correct take to explain what I just said based on the way the question was asked. <laughs> but just know that, uh, yes, this is a fire take. Nice. But this is what the K-pop system has done. We talked about that. Already. We've talked about this. This is what the K-pop system has done. They've got it ingrained in the listener that all matters is. The title track. Yeah. And then we get those comments, but it's just a B-side. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I understand why there's some people that stand groups because of the title track, because it's the way that it's been ingrained in the fandoms, in the whole culture. Yeah. So it's just like, how can I be mad at somebody that say they stand said group? But they don't know the B side that had this song and this melody and that. They'd be like, I don't listen to that song. So it's just like, it's a fire take, but I can understand why somebody would stand a group only through title tracks. Because that's all they promote. Because everything else is just a B side. That's all. Okay. I think it's a fire take. Um, um, I don't see any both sides. You know, it's just a fire take. You know, some of these fans are mid. You know what I mean? I, I think, in my opinion, you can't consider yourself a stand if you're not standing the whole entire project. You know, being a stand is something you got to be proud of, right? You might be a Fred, but you're not a stand. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to really in, jump into the project. The, same, the first time me hearing Kendrick Lamar, I heard everything. That's a stand, right? Make sure you capitalize that S, right? But if I'm just listening to title tracks, hold up, Jank, baby, look. <laughs> Okay. That's all I know. All you know was swimming pools. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> don't even know the don't even know the title of the song. You know Stan. <laughs> I can't stand the fake stand. 
So fire take, man. You're not a stand. You barely a fan. Hmm. Whew. Mm, dropping bars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, put the big foot down on that one. <laughs> Don DeMarco. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, so Tati's point six one five two states not every member of every group needs to go solo. It's okay to make music with just the group. Example, Block B. Hmm. Dame, you take this one first. You go first. Everybody ain't got to go solo. Mm. Easy take. Uh, no, they don't. If they want to, sure. If they don't want to, don't force them to go solo. If they just want to put out music with the group, fine. Pretty much. I mean, if, if they got a, 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 if they want to go solo, go solo. If not, cool. I'm trying to figure out where this question comes from. Like, are, like, is you don't feel like there's a need for solos? You just want them to be a group? Mm. Or you just, yeah, I mean. But yeah, if they don't want to do it, they don't have to do it. But if they want to, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, that's an easy one. It's, it's what they want to do. Some artists, they want to they want to be in front. They want to be able to get their expression. They want to get their ideas out there. Some artists, you know, you know, they, they like the sound of the collective energy. You know, they like to hear the feedback. They want to be part of the, the group and, you know, oh, you'll sound good here and this. When you're solo, it's by yourself. Some people don't like that isolation. So I say it's just up to the, to the star and, or, 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 or the artist. And if they want their money as well, maybe there could be a financial incentive as well that's attached to that, potentially. I don't know, how, whatever, however they figure out their contract, um, but maybe some artists just want more. So they want an opportunity to show that. So that's up to the artist. Wow. Mm-hmm. You good? Yeah, just elbow. <laughs> okay, so the, the edits 2321 states the most popular groups aren't the best groups. Bang bang! I don't know. You just look—you look like you wanted to say something. I'm sorry. Of course, (laughs) that's a fire take. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah, we know that. Like, you know, if you're not part of the machine, then a lot of times fans are not checking for you, and it's unfortunate. Um, so yeah, you're right. There's some there's some really good groups out here who just they get slept on, and nobody knows why. You know, like they'll have you put the same song up. This one will get 10 million views, 30 million views, and like. How is this only getting one? You know, so it could be some bias here. It could be some fandoms just supporting one group more than another. So, yeah, thousand percent. I mean, that's that's. I mean, look, y- y'all watch our content. <laughs> you know, we agree with that. There's definitely some smaller groups that make better music than the bigger groups. They have to take more risks to try to get recognized. They they can't play it safe. No. You know, so. Yeah, that's that's easy. That's an alley oop dog. Fire. Yeah, fire take. Fire take. Okay. So Exo Danny next door said singing is a different talent than songwriting. Duh. <laughs> of course. I mean, it's definitely different. <laughs> it's definitely different. I mean, look, everybody shouldn't be forced to write. I mean, based like, you know, from the information from the example. Everybody shouldn't be forced to write. Everybody shouldn't be uh, forced to, to to sing. Everybody shouldn't be forced to rap. Let people fall fall where they may. And the ones that are good, let them do what they do. 
You know, if there's somebody that's in the group that's a great songwriter, let them write. Give them the freedom. You know, some people shouldn't be handling the bridges of songs. And we know that. And they don't. It's okay. Some people can dance very well. But dancing, like, but singing and songwriting, two completely different things. They're two completely different crafts. Some people just manage to do it. Some people don't even want to be involved with the writing. And they're perfectly fine with that. That's cool. Uh, I mean, that's a fire take. Fire, fire, fire. Nothing else to be said. Super fire on that one. So, Gabby, in your area. So, oh, wait. <laughs> area. No. Okay. Gabby in your area said fourth gen K-pop boys and girls are using the same concepts and sound. So it gets boring. Oh, that's a take. I'd say that's a mid take. Uh, I feel like uh, based on music trends at times, people tend to swerve in the same lanes. You know, they swerve when they drive. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you watch AEW, you know what I'm, you may know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but uh, no, dead seriously. Uh, that's just it's part of the territory, right? When when producers and writers they they get inspired the same way fans get inspired by songs. They may feel like, hey, I want to write something that sounds similar to that. Or sometimes labels call somebody and say, write me a song that yeah, sounds right. like so and so, produce me a song that sounds like so and so. That's the thing too. So do labels? I mean, do groups use the same thing? Yeah, it's 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 kind of the thing. It's what the radio acts for. The radio acts for song, songs to sound the same. Um, yeah. So, so for their mixes, sometimes it's just the trends. Uh, somebody will come along and change the wave, and then people will copy that person. It's, it's, it's what happens. It's the music industry. Fire take. Very, very a warm. It's, it's a warm take for me. Um, I feel like you know there are instances where that can be applicable, applicable but it's the system right now as Damon was saying it's the trends whatever the current trends they're trying to you know right now I feel like it's just they're trying to latch on to a wave trying to you know yeah. continue with uh, with the, the fans and the market but we do get some of those diamonds in the rough y'all so we can't say everything is boring oh yeah I wouldn't say it's boring for sure it's yeah, definitely it's not definitely boring. not boring yeah warm take for me as well I mean hey you have follow the algorithm you know they're, these, these, these businesses are trying to make money well, at least the labels, you know. So, if artists can find a way to kind of carve their sound into that, they're great. Um, but unfortunately, they kind of have to. They got they got to follow the machine, you know. All right, Myra three seven one eight said, "K-pop is becoming more westernized." I mean, that's a fire take. I agree with that a bit. However, like I keep saying. It's part of the business. If you want your, your stuff to grow, right? I mean, which country spends the most money on consumption? I mean, it's America, right? Yeah. So who are you going to cater to audience-wise? You're going to cater to America. You're going to cater to America more than Thailand. You're not, I mean, you're not going to incorporate Thailand sound into your, your music. Why? Because America's population is way more, and they spend more money irresponsibly than Thailand does. So that's what you're going to cater to. So, uh, will your genre slightly lose its sound in that? Yes, it's <laughs> yes. part of what it is. It's part of what happens with growth. Yeah, it's gonna lose its identity a little bit, and you're gonna get a little lost trying to cater to what the sound of the people's attention you're trying to get. Yeah, that is part of the game. So, uh, unless you want your genre to stay small, 
or stay where it is and not grow much more than it is, you know, that's part of the game. It's unfortunate. But where where are they torn right now? Where are all the labels torn? Yeah. Well, of course. I mean, it's, this is how you end up with my parents being like, hey, that XG song is nice. Oh, nice. I mean, they didn't say that. Oh, okay, that. okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that's how you end up with that. I'm pretty sure my dad would actually rock with of some course. of that music. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's how you end up with that, by incorporating the sound Having people re- meet you kind of halfway. I think that's a great take. Um, I, I feel like it is becoming westernized to an extent. Uh, I do feel like, you know, we're, we're they're chasing the money. You know, that's what you do in the business. I would just hope that throughout that they still keep their identity. You know, I'm I'm, I'm happy we're getting more... English speaking songs and stuff like that, but that's not a necessity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's the trend right now for sure. For sure. Um if it's gonna be detrimental to it, that's what I'm waiting to see. Yeah. You know, um I hope it doesn't. I hope it's just continue to bring more fans into it and actually latch on to it for the group and everything. But it it definitely is going through a period of being westernized right now. So yes, accurate take. Yeah, hot take. Uh, I I agree. Unfortunately, you know, I I feel like you kind of lose some of your elements that got you popular if you get too western. So mm-hmm. that influence, I'm not too sure. I'm with Ace. I I kind of want to see how it plays out. I'm a little nervous. You know, we're from the Wild West, so we we know how this game goes. Um. You know, more English, um, you know, what, lyrics, you know, all English albums. There's some people that like the blend of the two languages together or multiple languages. Right. To completely remove that, then it's like, it's just regular pop, you know? So you kind of get away from what, you kind of get away from the culture in some aspects. So it's, it's a little nervous. I'm a little nervous about it as well. Um, and even the, the dance styles and, and things you, you're seeing is heavily influenced by TikTok as well so you know you, you're seeing this catering to a particular audience um it's, it's very apparent you know so i'm with ace i just want to see how it plays out but definitely hot take okay so the same person asked adult i mean they said adult idols can do whatever they want with their personal lives but should be aware of their influence and younger audience. Cold take. <laughs> Wait, huh? Cold take. You want me to say it again? Yes, please. Okay. Adult idols can do whatever they want with their personal lives, but should be aware of their influence and their younger audience. I mean, um, aware of their influence and younger audience. The reason why I'm saying How? it's a cold take what what you want to no, say? No, go ahead, because I'm just perplexed. Go ahead. So I could easily say this is warm for the fact that I agree with the first statement that artists are, an, are adults and they can do what they want to do. Right. That is a hot take. However, the next part you say mm-hmm. is completely cold. They should be mindful of their younger audience. Right? That's what and, the next statement says. Aware of their influence. Their influence. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. obviously being a role model is part of the job of being an idol, right? They didn't they didn't ask to be a role model. Right. I don't think 
when artists go in the studio, they're thinking about eight-year-old Johnny's life <laughs> when they're recording or writing the song. When Beck Young is, is talking about cream soda, he ain't thinking about what your 10-year-old kid is thinking about it. Mm. He is thinking about what he's about to get into as a grown-ass man. So for people to be like, yo, they need to be mindful of the younger audience. No. This goes back to son Eminem used to say all the time. Where are the parents? <laughs> Why are y'all getting mad at me for cracking jokes on songs? Why are you not monitoring what your kids are listening to? Hey. You know what I mean? This is where conversations happen. You know what I'm saying? Like I talk to my kids all the time. Like when like my son, like he talks about wrestling like it's a real thing. And I just always have to stop him like, yo, you know this is entertainment, right? Right. Like I have to make sure I lead with that. Because it's like Christian's talking about people's dead dads as a joke. And it's just like, bro, this he's not serious. He's actually friends. They're cool. Like I have to always remind. And this is what happens with music too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my daughter has Biggie Juicy on her playlist. She don't know what he's talking about. It's the clean version, by the way. She don't know what he's talking about. But the whole thing is, when Biggie wrote that song, do you think he was thinking about, I wonder what my daughter is going to think when she hears this song? Oh, no. Nah, man. He's rapping for people that were his age. You know what I'm saying? Like, these people aren't in the studio like, oh, my God, man, my little sister. You know what I mean? (laughs) Understand, like, that's not realistic. Like, because all music would be, like, PC. Like, yeah. it seems bad now, but, like, my parents probably didn't, they were like, my my grandparents were probably like, yo, let's get it on, it's on the radio. I'll turn that down a little bit, turn that on a little bit. Yeah. I don't want them getting no ideas. Well, my dad ain't know what they was talking about all the way. It wasn't until a certain age. Like, you think Marvin Gaye was, when he was saying, let's get it on, he was thinking about 10-year-old Erica? <laughs> Dead seriously, though. Like, I don't feel like idols should be mindful of young adults. I think the parents should be parenting. And talk to their kids about some of these topics in a song and why they may be talking about it. They're not aiming these songs. When Lisa's saying, drop some fucking money, she's talking about, it's a song. It's entertainment. Yeah. And I understand Lisa's a role model to plenty of girls, but yo, she's an adult. I have to, people have to remember that. Why are you letting that adult influence your kid? Like, like you need to be talking to your kid at the same time Lisa's talking to them. So they understand, like, yo, this is just a song. Like yeah. Lisa's on a pole on stage. That ain't uh. her. She ain't on a pole all day. You know what I'm saying? That ain't her, that ain't her real life. I mean, I hope everybody gets what I'm saying. But I just think that we shouldn't put that weight on idols. They're entertainers. They make music to entertain. K-pop is gonna get more and more vulgar as we go on. That, that's just it's just part of what happens with the evolution of music. But you have to talk to your kids and. And the young ones about this music and play age appropriate music around them. And if it's not age appropriate, explain. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't explain cream soda, but they're they're not they're not gonna but they're not gonna yeah. figure it out yet. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna it's like if if I play cream soda for my uh for my uh, daughter, she's not gonna know what the hell they're talking she's about. Just gonna be There's nothing it. to explain yet. But one of those days when she's like 15, it's gonna like a bell's gonna go off like hold on. Right. <laughs> Right. You said a whole lot, yeah. and you didn't need to say nothing. I'm just, and I'm glad you did. But that que- that take is just a bad take. First, you say adults can do whatever they want, but they gotta worry about how they influence younger. No, that's yeah. not a take. 
So that neither gets a fire, warm, or cold take. I apologize. That's just a bad take. Ah. Because you can't say adults can do whatever they want in their personal lives, but have to worry about... No, it doesn't work that way. Because they're... (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. That's all I got to say. Well, I agree. You know, um, nobody was telling Pretty Ricky not to put their stuff out, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Y'all remember that Pretty Pretty Ricky songs? Um, but and like, all, and it was nothing but teenagers at the concert. It was nothing, nothing but teenagers. It was nothing. Like you can't tell an artist, even if you want to tell an artist, artists don't care. They're gonna make what they want to make. You and, think Pretty Ricky was thinking about some little twelve-year-old girls when they made that song? No, exactly. No, 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 no. So like, you cannot stop the artist. You can tell the artist, hey, you guys should, you know, think about the children, and then. And then they go say what it is. But up my problem is the children is not the intended audience. audience. Exactly. That's that's where the question was kind of like. That's why oh. parental advisory stickers exist. Yeah. yeah. And if they like Dame said, if they happen, then that's on the parents. That's just it's it's that easy of a take. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Some of these some of these songs out here kind of wild on the western side. You know. Oh, they are. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they don't get played in my house that's why they don't get, where the parents at you know you just you hear it you cut it off knock the headphones off <laughs> I mean you know the perfect is the perfect the perfect gif of this whole conversation is when Cardi was playing uh, the joint with Megan WAP and her daughter walks in the room and she ran and stopped the music so quick that's that's the gif for this conversation that's it you laughing because you know it's the truth <laughs> Y'all better get faster. <laughs> you have any thoughts on that, Tennessee? No, I I feel like, yeah, like what y'all said. It's it's personal is personal. What I do in my personal life, I mean, like you said, you still have to parent at the end of the day. That's all it is. You want the artist to parent for you? No. It's not their responsibility, I, I mean, if if you're going to allow the idol to parent for you, then you're gonna have to Worry about the consequences that come along with it. Mm-hmm. So it's still up to you. That's They're going to learn you... about whatever they're talking about somehow. Exactly. And it's up to you to co-sign or not. Like, you figure it out. You're the parent. So you want them to listen to it, but you can't put that on the idol. And if this is a case of idols growing up and doing more adult things, fans grow up too, y'all. That's right. true. Right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Fans grow up. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to hear that same old they stuff. They don't want to hear they that don't. same stuff. <laughs> they ain't going to yeah. be super shy for all. For yeah. <laughs> yeah. They ain't going to be super shy. They're going to be super shy to cream soda. Yeah. Super grown. Exactly. You know? <laughs> the same. And, and another thing, too. It, that Hennessy, then, they wasn't putting out, when, when they were making Hennessy, they wasn't thinking about the children. My dad kept Hennessy in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I had access to that Hennessy, right? And if my dad saw it in my cup, he would hit it on my head. <laughs> yeah, hang on. Hey, what, what you gonna respond back? Yeah. Snoop Dogg said it was okay. Yeah, he, he got a little gin and juice. <laughs> yeah. What the parents at, man? Yeah. Them dollars at. Oh man. Hmm. Okay, so Jenny's should not have been taken. No wait. Jenny should not have taken that role in the idol for multiple reasons. We talked about this. We we talked about this. I mean, we we said that she took the role because you know she thought it'll be great for her. It's just it's a role. Yeah. Let me talk about that. 
Yeah, we definitely yeah, we had that. It was like the first, second episode. I we talked so. about this. Yeah, yeah. So look, man, if she wanted to do the show, she can do the show. Yeah, Who cares if it. it sucked? Yeah, yeah, it was bad. The clips I saw, she didn't do that bad. Yeah. I mean, like, how else are you gonna know if you're good or bad? You're not gonna know. You yeah. You're not gonna. You can't take it back. It's a. It's a risk. Everything you do in life is a risk. Right. She took a risk of you know trying that. But I bet you she gonna get another uh, opportunity right. later on. It's gonna be great. If right. Lisa's on Power next week and she's in a sex scene in every episode, that's cool. She's she's acting. That's it's a not wild. That's wild. That's a wild. <laughs> I don't want to see that. No, no. I'm just that's saying. We're in Paris. We're in Paris. For real. Well, I'm just saying because you know in Power that happens every episode. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying if she chose to do that, it's a role. Right. It's not real life. Like, yeah, it's a role. It's yeah. a role. Like that. That doesn't weigh on Jenny as a person. Like no. the, the some of the stuff. Like, and she's a grown ass adult. She's a grown ass woman. All and right. on top of that, when you look at all the people that win awards, well, excuse me. When you look at some of the people that get awards, especially minorities, they usually get it from doing something that's completely out of character. Like Denzel won it for by playing a, tr- a crooked cop. Holly Berry won by playing a hoe. Yeah. So when you look at stuff like that, that's a wild. <laughs> That's wild. So that's hot. But it's true. <laughs> so I'm not saying that her role in the idol was as extreme. Yeah. But but what that's I am saying is, is Monster she Ball. may have thought like because that that may have shaped people's image like oh she's not as good as a girl if I thought she was right. That's yeah. that's maybe, maybe that's good acting. Yeah, exactly. That's good acting, and it 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 helped. <laughs> Bro, when you when when you watch Grownish and you see Chloe and Haley. Mm-hmm. And you see the way Haley acts in that compared to the Little Mermaid, and she's a badass and grownish. Yeah, but that's completely how out of character. Yeah, like you, like you see her talking interviews, you'd be like, "Yo, that ain't that ain't Haley, Haley," because she did such a good job being an asshole. Yeah, like sometimes you got to do something completely away from who you really are to mm-hmm. show that you can be an actor. An it shows your um, what do you call it? Range. Your range, yeah. that's the word. At yeah. the end of the day, Jenny signed up for something, completed her role, and that's it. The show gets bad rap because of the... The weekend. Way, the, <laughs> <laughs> yes. About the weekday. The weekend. <laughs> the writing and everything about that. But we should never say she should have never taken that role because we don't know the I guarantee opportunity. she got some more calls from that. That's what I'm saying. We don't ever know... There's been plenty of stories in Hollywood where they be like, man, I wish I would have never did that movie, but I met this person and along the line, I did this with him and did that. So you just never know how it goes. So I can't never say that they should have never taken a role. Medium for me, though. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. That role, you you might want to roll the dice on something else, man, because um, this thing of like we talked about like Hallie and Chloe. That thing she was in with uh, Childish Gambino. Oh, with Damson? That didn't help her career at all. You don't know that? It didn't feel like it. it was, I mean, I, I mean, she had a good role now. She did? Yeah. She got some backlash from that one. Oh, she definitely She did. always getting backlash. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. Because... She was trending for days because of that scene. That... And yeah. it didn't help the album sales neither. Oh, it didn't. However, it was completely away from who she really is. Nobody believed her even after that scene. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> She did a good job. <laughs> Be careful what roles y'all taking. Y'all rolling the dice out here. She, do some research. Should have known weekend. It's called acting. <laughs> it's called acting. It's I don't think acting. no lower Chloe from doing that scene. No, 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 you? no. No, of course not. Okay. Yeah, it's acting. Well, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so BZ388 said that idols are humans with human emotions. Not to be confused with any other kind of emotions that are available. Yes. Um, fans' view of their favorite idol are delusions. <laughs> Wait, fans' view of their favorite idols are delusions? Yes. <laughs> well. Talk to them. That's a take. <laughs> because... Sometimes I'll be wondering about these fans and their idea of, of certain <laughs> idols. And we we hint like okay, prime example. They ain't be like, Y'all think these fans ain't getting it in? Idols. Or the idols ain't getting oh, it fans in. Definitely, yeah. But the idols are getting it in. But there's some fans who are like, no, they would never. Oh yeah. But it's just like, yeah, they are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I I and and, and as far as the human emotions, yes, I agree. Idols have are human at the end of the day. And they have feelings. So yes, fire take. I love how, how it took you to get there. Because I just wanted to make sure I was I was taking that statement correctly. Because I don't want to just think, you know. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure I was good. Fire take out. Fire take. I look. What we see from these artists may not be 100% who they are. It's just what they're told to be. They may not even like the music, you know? <laughs> like, they may not be a fan. So, yeah, uh, look, let the artists be artists and keep it over there. So some artists I don't even want to meet, you know, because of that. Well, now, nah, then again, you can't come in with an expectation, you know? Yeah, be like, oh, I thought you would like X, Y, and Z, like... How would you know that? And you those know. delusions are going to hurt some fans. Yeah. Because they're going to have an idea of said fan, uh, idol. And then once they find out that idol ain't that way, <laughs> that breaks some hearts. Oh, well. But oh, that's sorry. real life. It's real life, man. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. the artist separate from the individual. I agree. I mean, they say you should never meet your idols, right? That's a fact. Um, they usually upset you in some way, shape, or form. So if you guys think... These idols are perfect. And you can tell, by the way, when people make these shorts, the way they angle it. You know what I mean? Like, I saw one earlier about Jung Young and, and uh, Pride Flag. And they're like, yeah, the la somebody told Jung Young to put it down. And they played the clip. And I'm like, nobody told her to put it down. Unless y'all saying somebody told them before they went out, like, they're not allowed to interact with that. Right. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, the way they always, you know, Taeyeon from uh, uh, NCT, right? He, he had apparently did the Chaewon challenge because she had messed up during one of the performances. And people were like, he took it down because people felt like he was offended. Like, the way you angled it. Like, you don't know why he took it down. You don't even know if he even took it down. Right. But you frame it as if Taeyeon was like, oh, damn, I offended somebody. Let me take it down. You don't know that. Like, And that's what I'm saying. Like, the images of, yeah, it's, it's definitely Frost. You, you, you guys have no clue how these guys really are. They say never meet your heroes. Ooh. Don't build them up so high that for them to disappoint you. They're regular people. Some of them scratch their butts. Some yeah. of them eat their boogers. Oh, I don't want to see an idol do that. <laughs> you don't want to hear. What's doing these examples today? I'm just. I'm, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm just to the trying music. to humanize people. I'm, yeah, that's my whole point. They're human. I yeah. better not see no idol eat a booger. If that that ruined my whole image. Your favorite <laughs> idol sucks at Fortnite. Oh yeah, he's out. Sad. He's knocked out first every game. And you don't want to know that about them because you think they're an expert gamer. Yeah, you don't want to know that about them. Just chill. 
your favorite idol lost to Ace on Mortal Kombat in a lobby, and he didn't, and you didn't, he didn't even know he beat him. Yeah, with flawless victories, and ate a booger. Yeah. Right, that's why he lost. His his his, his thumb was pad was slippery. One too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just playing, y'all. That's facts. At the end of the day, y'all, they're human. They're human. Be a fan. And they boogers. And they boogers. And they, who? You don't want to smell an idol's fart. You don't know right. what these people are in some public. Some of these people be dropping SBDs <laughs> in public. Some of these idols might not take showers. And some of the, and some of the best designer clothes ever. Looking beautiful. Beautiful. Take and if you were standing up. next to him, you'd be like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what just happened? Y'all had, we got to evacuate the building. Right. All women and children. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to see how I was about the filters. That's a good point, too. <laughs> Boy. You're awesome. <laughs> okay, so Green Spark said international collaborations dilute the K pop essence. <laughs> bang bang, why your face? <laughs> oh, I was looking at <laughs> You were laser. It was like, yeah, we're like. We kind of we kind of mentioned I was that. About to, I was about to talk. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we kind of alluded to that. But we, I think me and Bang Bang was kind of talking about that with the whole K-pop is becoming westernized kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. we don't want that. We love K-pop because of K-pop. We love K-pop because of how we enjoyed the K-pop music. While it's good to see uh, the international collabs, we don't want it to dilute the, the, the brand or whatever thing, the whole thing. Um, I believe that there have been some collabs where it comes in question, but for the most part, I think this year the collabs have been great when it comes to that. So, um, warm, warm take. I'm feeling warm. I think it's a fire take. I, I, it definitely dilutes it in some way, shape, or form. We'll see the effects later on. We're not going to see them today or tomorrow. It's, it's one of those things that's gradual. Uh, you know. I feel like the, the TXT Anita thing is is a good example of one that worked out well. That worked. Yep. However, it still does stray away from uh, TXT style. They had to cater to what Anita could do just a bit. But it, it's what happens with collaborations. You know, it's just a matter of time before, you know, whatever the trend is, is going to be the trend in, in K-pop. I mean, normally it's a couple years back, but it's, it's, a, it's a matter of time before, you know, if, if Drake puts an album out, where he's on them tings. And, <laughs> Jesus. I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I'm saying? I can see card talking yeah. about tings. Combination. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. It's a possibility. I I, I feel like that's a uh, that's a hot take. Oh, no. I think I mean, it just that's a fire take. It, it definitely dilutes it a bit. Every every time it's a, just a little bit of a dilution, just a little bit, and it just merges everything a little bit more. Yeah. Fire take. I mean, you got to be careful out here. You know, they're, they're this whole world domination, you know, takes away from the, from the main product. And, you know, and we all know the reason why they're trying to get theirs is for, I would feel like, profit. You know, it's not to really, you know, understand the cultures. It's because they want to tap into the sound and say, hey, we're, we're everywhere. But I don't know if that's the best move. So, uh, hot take. If they give them, if they start giving these labels, I mean, these artists time to collab, right? Because like, I feel like they're so scared of having Anita around TXT for too long because of the way fans are going to react to right. it. So if they allowed natural, organic, sitting down, conversating and let them come up with stuff, 
as opposed to hey, recording this studio, that studio, because we we gonna we need to keep y'all apart. We can't have them being with you. Like it'll, it'll break the fantasy for the fans. Like once stuff opens up a little bit more and we start seeing like true collabs and stuff like that, where it's like they locked in for real. Yeah, you know what I mean. Then I think stuff won't be as diluted because they'll come up with something, take the time. Like how we saw Simon in Atlanta working with the group, right? It should have been XG and Simon working with the group. You know what I mean? Oh, you're done. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I could just I was, rant forever, but... Okay, know. let's not. <clears throat> yeah, let's not. Okay, so Jay... Jay Mar... Jay Mar Payo. I probably messed that all kinds of way up. But they said survival shows over over what? I I read this and it didn't sound right then either. Oh, over rely on fan voting ends up pleading to a popularity contest rather than showcasing genuine talent and potential. We were just talking. We talked about yeah. this before we actually started recording. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fire take. I don't yeah. think that uh, survival shows should allow any voting from fans. I feel like they should put together the best group possible. Uh, I feel like they should try to figure out groups where the members all enjoy each other's company and can work, like not just be diplomatic and work together. But I don't think fan voting should be a thing because uh, uh, sometimes it works out. And in <laughs> the times where it works out, I think of Chewy and Momo, right? Well, mainly Chewy. Uh, but uh, I, I, I don't think that should be a thing I, I get that it supposedly b uh, builds a uh b brings a built-in audience that's already going to purchase the album right because they voted for the group right. but look at danity kane right i mean puff daddy kind of went with what people wanted wanted and he did and uh it didn't necessarily end up with the uh because everybody wanted aubrey in the group and aubrey was great Mm -hmm. I wanted Aubrey in the group too. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just saying I don't feel like she was the best person to lead the group. I felt like it was basically based off of, you know, fan service. I felt like D Woods would have been a better choice. Thousand. And I think Diddy knew that, but he wanted to cater to what the audience wanted. And I feel like that's that plus some bad management decisions resulted in Danny Kane not being as big as they should have been. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that's partially, you know, what's going on with some of these groups nowadays, uh, or at least the ones that's from the shows we haven't seen years of them yet like the new group new the newer groups that are being put together from shows with fan votes like product x and stuff like that i mean uh the other group that had that song x that we liked a lot i can't even remember their name anymore but they uh, were they were here and gone in a flash in the pants you know treasure's been all right yeah but they're they are signed to yg so that means they don't get to put out much uh I mean, it, it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I, I don't, I don't think fan voting should be a thing. It does turn into popularity contest, and I always think that's a bad thing for the music industry uh, as a whole. Numbers lie. Fans, they know how to manipulate all these numbers when it comes to these lines, these phones, all this stuff. Yeah. Nah. Get it out the fans' hands. Fire take. A uh, fire take as, as as a fan, we don't know what we want, we don't know what we like, and we don't have enough information. We we don't we don't know anything about the chemistry. You know how important chemistry is when it comes to groups, right? You can put the five best people, you know, five best people in the world in the same room, and they can't make a hit, right? 
there's a chemistry. There's like a give and take that you need to have when you put these certain people in the room. You have to appreciate that. The fans can't pick that out, you know. So no, it should not be in the fans' hands at all because we don't know what we want. We're consumers. We're not creators in that sense. So, well, some of us are. What's that? So some of us are. Well, at least for the groups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the true, 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 true. Well, but, at least but, for but, but Johnny watching at home, not Johnny in our Discord. Johnny watching at home probably is just like casual. Yeah, like true that. So we're not creating the groups, so we should not be um, saying, "Yeah, so and so should be in there," and then not listen to their music a month later. So <laughs> exactly, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got some pretty guntas. Okay. Questions. Questions. Oh, okay. I taught you this last night. Whatever. I taught you this last night, man. Gunta is questions? No, preguntas. Preguntas. They're foreign. They're foreign. (laughs) (laughs) What? Don't do that, Dan. (laughs) I remember that from Spanish class. Preguntas. I failed Spanish one. I super failed it. I failed Spanish one. No way. No way I should have passed Spanish. I went up to four. Nice. I still know nothing. Nice. I went up to two, and that was it for me. I still know nothing. How much you yes, know? Yes, gracias. Huh? How much you know? Um, hola, como estas? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I knew that, so that's all you knew. All right, back to the questions. Come on. Pregunta. Pregunta. En que tu problema? Oh, sí. Read that first question in Spanish. Oh, no. No. I don't remember how to say that in Spanish. <laughs> how did we get here? And Lolita, Lolita, mm, like Lolita Wood, thirty-five, forty-six, wants to know how we all met. Okay, yeah, this is the basically the about us mm-hmm. section. I asked everybody in the com uh, in the comments since we don't talk about each uh, ourselves much. They, what do you guys actually want to know? Since you guys claim we don't talk about ourselves, so uh, I'll start with ten eighty p. Oh, you know me. Okay. <laughs> Uh, one of my good friends, FTG, uh, a.k.a. Fenton. I'm not going to say his last name because I don't want to buy it on Facebook. But uh, <laughs> looking him up on Facebook. <laughs> FTG. Because he'll be like, who are all these people? FTG, yeah. One of my good friends, FTG, man. Childhood friend. Grew up with him. Uh, he out. was the manager at uh, Pizza Hut when 1080p was hustling. She was working multiple jobs. Wow. <laughs> that so was my Jamaican face. Yeah, okay. She, yeah, <laughs> Walk she was, on. She was on her mark. <laughs> <laughs> and she was working at uh, at Farm... Uh, no, nah, at, at Pizza Hut. I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was working at Farm Fresh. Yeah. Uh, and she was working at Pizza Hut and I saw her. I was like, yo, man, you know her? He's like, yeah, man, I'll introduce y'all. And I'm not, I mean, ain't nothing really... Too crazy about it. Okay. I, 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 yeah, what was the yeah. line? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I just, I just remember he had, one day he was like, yeah, I, I had told her and she she had. Uh, it was a it was a lyric, wasn't it? Nah. It was yeah. Like, I was, I don't, I don't, I, hey, ma. I honestly, what's up? I honestly don't remember. I just remember he was just like, yeah, she said just to call her. And I, I called her and I was just like, yo, what's going on? And she was like, in 1080p, she straight up curved me out the gate. She's like, look, I'm busy. Ah, like this is like in like November or something like that. She's yeah. like, look, I'm busy until the end of the year. So if you want to call me the beginning of the year, maybe we can talk or something like that. Dang, you wasn't on the schedule. You have to understand. I was a single mother at the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was like right before my oldest daughter, she was getting ready to have surgery. So I wasn't like trying to get into a no kind of nothing. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I just put it out there initially. 
<laughs> so basically, you say if you ain't really about your business, then I don't think I'm gonna hear no, back no, no. from you. Yeah. No, I didn't want to like have conversations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 1080p a long time ago was an interesting person. Okay, I've matured she, a lot. She, <laughs> yeah, she was an interesting person. Like she would randomly call. These are fun stories, I guess. Okay. She would randomly call me and be like, "Yeah, this is going too well, and I don't think it's real." So. We should just break up. Wow. <laughs> You's looking like a provider. She was just like, she, was like <laughs> she would be like, she'd be like, look, we don't argue, we don't fight. Son's wrong. Wow. Like, no, dead ass. ass. Awesome. So you're very real. It wasn't toxic. You're very realistic. It wasn't. Like, She's like, this is going up. too good. Yeah, son's up. I don't trust this. So mm-hmm. yeah, let's break up. Mm-hmm. And she would get mad because I'd be like, okay. Okay. I was like, why is he not talking like, to me? Yeah, and then she'd call me a month later or so, like, yo, why didn't you call me? And I'm like, yo, you said don't call you. That was love. Like, I'm, that's literally me. You tell yep. me don't do that. I'm not doing it. That's not. You tell, <laughs> you tell me don't call you, trust and believe. Like, I take that to the T. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty funny. So, yeah, that, that's, that's me that's and 1080p. That's our origin story. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I guess that's Ace can tell how hilarious. But <laughs> I want to—I want to hear from Ace's point of view how me and Ace. Well, I'm just oh, saying, but stuck on that back and forth is hilarious. That's that's fine. <laughs> like I would love to just see that. Like, all right. Two weeks later, why ain't you called me? You just don't know. Yeah, no, like, don't it call. It was terrible. <laughs> and I like legit could not understand. Like I don't understand why he's listening to me. What the fuck? <laughs> That's even better. Because she was so used to her baby dad stalking her forever in most guys. Because yeah. it's like, cause, you know, because most guys, it's like they, she, most guys she had talked to before were on that toxic shit. Yeah. Ah. That's what I was used to. That's a, that's an interesting chase. It's like, <laughs> he listens. <gasps> yeah. It's like, but why? I have shit to say and you want to listen to me? It was so foreign. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. All right, so um, yeah, I guess um, chronologically, mine will come up next. Um, Chapter two. (laughs) Chapter two. So, gonna tell them the great rapper that you were going to see. This this is twenty fifteen. That sounds about right. Yeah, twenty six. No, this is twenty fifteen. Yeah, wow. I had just moved down here. To uh, Atlanta, Georgia, from the mittens. From the mitten, mm-hmm. and um, with the crazy girl. <laughs> we don't have to put no. This nah, is nah, the, nah, this part of the story. Yeah, oh wow. We gotta we gotta talk about. Yeah, that. we gotta talk about that. One. People be wanting to hear about this person. Yeah, oh wow. Said person <laughs> and I was like, I was just like, oh snap, Lupe Fiasco's in town. This is a little spur in the moment. Oh, for real. This is spurred him on. I, See, was I not, don't even know that. I was wow. I was not planning to go. I just happened to see that. Oh, dang, he's actually... T- and I'm coming from a place where there was not many concerts in my area. Uh, so, me. you know... Me too. If we had to go to a concert, we had to go to Detroit, Lansing, stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So, uh, said person and I agreed to go to this show. <laughs> said person. And, uh, you know... and Blurred face. <laughs> blurred face. Uh... <laughs> Bird, fl- bird yeah. face with the wig. She, she had- <laughs> wow, terrible. Not the Damn. extensions. Damn. Um, she had. Um, I hope she, she sees this too. She, she had. Had- I hope not. I hope we not. don't need that smoke. She had children, you know. So we had to um, plural. <laughs> and um, you know, uh, 
God rest and, in peace, my grandma. She and the kid she, was not his son. <laughs> no, not they were not my kids. Okay. Not my kids. I was that's another story. Um, <laughs> but um, God rest me, my grandma. She she uh, um she I was just like oh we can't um you know I want to go see this show. She's like oh no baby I watch the kids da, da, da. I love, love her for that so much. Uh, but we went to the show. We in line. Granted, I'm somewhere where I, I ain't never been. Was it Midtown? Where it's was some, that? I don't somewhere, know. somewhere like that. Somewhere I had never been there before either. Someplace. So we're in line and I'm just talking and I forgot what I said. Or was it the the white dude that was there? The white dude. We was talking. Like the, we we, we kind of started talking from the white guy. Yeah, because yeah. he was talking about a certain song, and I think I had a comment on it, and I think Dame was behind us. Yeah, and Dame was just like, I don't even I don't even like that song. Some it was something along the lines of that, and we just started talking, and we just started going back and forth, mm-hmm. and then we got into the show, and then we was talking during the show. Mm-hmm. With him, me, him, and the white guy, or whatever he was called, we was we was real cool. Yeah, and then because we had in the midst with him too, but yeah, yeah. Right, we lost contact. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of that, uh. he told me uh, that he he uh, does a podcast and everything like that, and you know you should listen to it. Da, 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 it had to be two thousand sixteen because we, we didn't was it twenty sixteen? Yeah, it was early twenty sixteen. So it had to be twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah. mm. Okay, so yeah, yeah, because I know I had been down here for some months. I just didn't know when when the concert was. But yeah, um, and then after that, um, I started, you know, I was a fan. I started listening to the podcast and um, they were, uh, you know, that's when they were, we were still doing, uh, well, at the time we're doing like music reviews and everything like that. And I literally would just shoot albums here and there. Hey, y'all should listen to this. Y'all should listen to that. Y'all should listen to this. And they'll listen to it, do the reviews. I'll tune in, da, 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 da. And then um, after that. Dame had invited me to do the Chris. Was it Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. or Christmas? I think it was Thanksgiving. It was, I think okay, so. Thanksgiving. Mm. Okay, so yeah, and um, he invited me to do that, and I was just like, "Cool, I'll, I'll come on the episode." I want to say it was a Christmas because we wanted to do the top albums. You might be right. It was or Christmas. something like that. Yeah, you, yeah. You're, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I came over and um, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I see today the P. Whoa, you're tall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dumb. That sounds like her. Yeah. Super facts. Super like facts. And that's all I remember. And oh no, but I had met you and Alicia. Yeah, because y'all were both at the show. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, came at yeah. the last minute. Yeah, because she she I was just like, yo, do you want to see Lupe Fiasco? Yeah, yeah. And she was like, sure. Yeah. And then she became a fan after the concert. Mm-hmm. So. Dope. I started on that episode, and then after that, he was just like, hey, you want to come next week? Cool. You want to come next week? Cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it started. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I guess next. Chapter three. <laughs> <laughs> the, the book of Bang Bang. Oh, man. I didn't even know that story. Oh, I no? had no idea. Oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense for my story, then. <laughs> Because I was just hanging. <laughs> but um, I guess my origin story, I had a podcast first. Um, a podcast, no name. Wait, of course they know the names of the episodes. They know the names. <laughs> if you go back, you'll know the name. <laughs> so I had a podcast. Of Welcome to the Wall. Welcome to the Wall. Shout out. Or no, shout out depends. But uh, <laughs> but I had a podcast back then. And I think it was a 2000. It was a year later, if not mistaken, right? Probably. Yeah. So a year later, we had a podcast. And it was dope because we had a podcast for like a year and we never put an episode out. 
And everybody was like, we got to put episodes out. We just had all this content. We had no editors. And that time I was doing everything, right? I was doing this, production, this. Uh, I brought the equipment. I had all this stuff I did. And my friends wasn't doing as much. So we thought it was a good idea to bring on an editor. So we put out uh, something off Craigslist. I think it was an ad. Put an ad out on Craigslist. And three people actually responded. Uh, Dane was one of those guys. We interviewed two of them to be our editor. Um, and they were cool. They gave us their prices. I think we were looking for videographers and everything, too. Um, and then um, and Dane was the last one. I think we met like at a Panera Bread or something. Yeah, it was Panera Bread. Man. I had never been there before. I remember looking up the menu before I went. Because <laughs> that's like, what we do. Because I'd be like, I don't eat shit. So I don't like so going facts. places to eat without knowing what's already on the menu. So facts. I already know if I don't need, if I just curve eating. Yep. Period. I need to eat before I leave. Man. <laughs> and me being so careless, like I was just like, all right. And usually the other interviews, all my, you know, all the other podcasts would come with me. For this particular one, it was just me and Dane. Um, so this was the last nah, Ash, one. Ash was there. Ash was there? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Ash was there. She was? Yeah. Okay. Because she had paid for my food because I didn't want her to. Shout out. <laughs> but she was just like, nah, I'm, I'm buying. I'm oh, like, that's not like Ash. I was just like, I'm like. <laughs> that's not like Ash, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Shout out to Ash. Shout out to Ash, man. <laughs> Forcing me to do things. Uh, so, yeah, so we went. We were just chopping it up. And I think the conversation was just natural. We spent a lot of time just like talking about like the sucky parts of podcasting and the work side of things. And um, I asked him why he wanted to, to you know, do the editing. And he was like, look, I'm really just trying to build a network. I'm like, well, you got to hire you for that. Like, <laughs> like we just kick it. You know, like, it wasn't a big deal for me. So um, so we didn't hire Dane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he told me he was supposed to be networking. So I was, I was like. You applied for a job that you didn't want? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. So we hired, we hired another guy, right? <laughs> Yeah, see where you went wrong there, buddy. <laughs> so, in exchange, I was like, well, you know, I, I can't give you money if I give you me. <laughs> so, I just pulled up just to kind of like check out the spot. You know, Dan was cool about it. He's like, yeah, man, just pull up. And I think I just was like to be, I like to be in the atmosphere of podcast. Did you come first or did we come to your house first? I'm I felt like he came here I came first. first. You came here first? And okay. I invited y'all out. Okay, okay. Right? Yeah. So, I think... He, Dame invited me out. And I came first. He was just wanting to show me how things work because Dame's really helpful. Like, hey, I'll show you anything, help you guys out. I think he even said, you can really do it yourself. And I was like, yeah, but yeah, I don't want yeah, to. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but he was showing me the equipment. That's what we use. That's how we set up, which I appreciate it. And uh, the energy was just so cool. Uh, I was like, man, I could just sit and watch the podcast. And uh, you guys came in. I think it was, I think it was the whole team. It was three at that time. Yeah. All was... three of you guys. Um, and I just sat in and I just loved how you guys were moving. Like you guys are like machines. Coming from my background, I'm so careless and free. Y'all, y'all seen it. It's chaotic over on my side, you know. <laughs> Put the camera on me. He oh lying. If when I tell y'all, we walked into the Bat Cave, okay? We walked into like yeah. his whole studio. Super dope setup. Fire. It was yo. It's called Welcome to Wall. They had a wall. Okay. It looked like a wall. Okay. A concrete wall. Had TVs everywhere. Yeah, different angles. Chill spots. <laughs> Bro, the vibe was so immaculate. We just talked for like hours that night. Yeah, it was dope. Like putting each other on a new music. Yeah. So he Good had vibe. he had the whole environment set up, y'all. Yeah, Don't we, let him discredit that. We was kind of like exchanging like setups. You see my setup, I see your setup type vibe. Mm. So it was a real cool thing. 
And I think that the same the same day I saw you guys, I really admired how you guys move. And I was like, man, those guys going to be so big. Like, I just wanted to be around to share the energy, you know. And then you guys came out. Um, and I remember remember Ace being kind of kind of like everybody was so serious at the on this side. You guys were so it felt that way to me. <laughs> everybody was so serious. It made me serious. I'm not even a serious guy. So uh, so anyway, we did the exchange, whatever. We we saw each other's faces, and I think Dave invited me out to come again. I just start coming every Sunday, um, and then you guys invited me to a power episode. Yeah, yeah, because we had asked Juan if he wanted to join us for power, and he said nah. Yeah, he, he wasn't into it. Yeah, but yeah. you were, but you were watching it. At I was the time. literally was just starting watching it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, he was like, had, "I think you had just caught up. Just caught up. Somebody just put me on it, and I was like, yo, 'Yo, I'm a fan.' And he was like, you want to get on? You know, Dame was like, "Hey, you want to jump on?'" I'm like, "All right." And um, first episode, if you look at it, I was so freaking nervous. It was so <laughs> painful, and it was so intimidating. I didn't even know why. It was. And in my, my style, I'm really jokey and this and that. I was like, man, I don't know if this will work. You know, I don't have a serious bone in my body. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but the chemistry was just so cool. It felt so natural. I just kept coming back um, just just off the strength of just, like, the vibe. Um, and then I think, I think that was pretty much my story. Like, I just, I just kept coming around. <laughs> I didn't stop. I mean, but we was going over your house, too, because you was throwing parties. I was throwing parties too. It was just, it was so organic, man. We were just kind of going back and forth. And then I got videos, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was dope. <laughs> but yeah, that was it, man. It was just, it was just vibed out. And then I think you guys called me over for the K pop uh, reaction. I think Blackpink was a, one of the first ones. Well, we were already we, doing, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. were already doing reactions, period. Yeah. yeah. It's just that was one to come along. Well, he was here when we were doing reactions. Yeah. yeah. Was, like, yeah he was yeah. still yeah. coming over, but yeah. it was just when we did the, yeah, when it, the yeah. K-pop. We were just like, you want to jump on this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's actually one of the questions, but, you know. Nope, answer that. No, one. shout out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So somebody <laughs> had sent us a request to do Blackpink. Oh, you looked it up? Looked the person up? No. Oh, I thought this no, was no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> Not even but a little bit. Somebody had asked us to do uh, Blackpink. Da-da-da-da-da. Uh, shout out. And I just, we were all sitting here. I was like, yeah, I don't even know what it is, man. You want to do this, Ace? And then he was just like, "Sure, why not?" And then I, I was just like, "Yo, Bang Bang, you you want to get in on this? Like, I don't, I don't, I never heard it before. You ever listen to K-pop?" He's like, "Nah," and we just did it. I yeah. got schooled that day, huh? That we all got schooled that day. Oh yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, you know, I, you know, got people really upset with some of my comments. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people make mistakes. Yeah, mistakes. Especially too. Americans. Yeah. That's a fact. That's what we grew. It's a Western mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, so, hmm, let's see. AK, AKC Hearts JB, well, they want to know if you will ever say your guys' real name. I mean, my real name is Damien. I, <laughs> I, I mean, it's not, it's not that deep. That's not I your think, name. Nah, that's, real, that's really that's my real name. It's not your name. Nah, that's, that's my real name. I say Never we'll only say it by accident. I've said P's real name I'll like a hundred times. Me too. <laughs> yeah. And it's not because I got a P. Do you want to say your real name, 1080P? I mean, 1080P. Okay. <laughs> nice. I mean, I could say my name, but y'all say probably would not mispronounce it. Yeah. So my name is Jerion. Nice. There you go. Rhymes with Darion. 
<laughs> some people Quirion. call me G for short. Yeah, sometimes you know? I say G while we're reacting. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I be messing yeah. up all the time. I think I just yeah. said everybody's government. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my name is Jamal. Uh, <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> oh, it's not. <laughs> if you wanted to be Jamal, sure. <laughs> Jamal. What did you do, Jay? Jamal. Out of all names. Yep. Jamal. Right, with an accent at the end. Jamal. My name is Jerome. <laughs> Jerome. <laughs> oh, man. My name is Amir. But I feel like we've said it all the time. So, but yeah. Usually on accent. I mean, fine. My name is Paulette then. Damn. Uh, I was just, I thought we were trying I to I said see. your name like two I know, times, two or three saying. times last week. You're right. You're right. I'm just saying. That's I didn't know funny. we were going to like actually do it. Fine. Ooh, so There's reveal. That. I know. <laughs> okay. So let's see what's next. What made y'all do a reaction channel? Oh, I mean, we, we started out. Yeah, we kind of answered yeah, that question. That yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. we kind of started out doing other stuff before we did reactions. I mean, reactions just kind of mm-hmm. something that we just started doing because we had just basically made an oath that if we we're going to do it, we we're going to do it our way. We're not going to be acting yeah. out. We're not going to be out here spitting up water. Overreacting. You know, doing bad. It was a natural progression because yeah. what we did was reviews and analysis and everything like that. A natural a little progression. Bit yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Kathy, aka Nina, wants to know. When was the aha moment of realizing that you became a K-pop fan? Uh, for me, it was Red Velvet, um, Bad Boy. That was when I was mm. just like, yo, this is really dope. Like, like the stuff we had seen up to that point was really dope. You know, the, the, oh, yeah, the Blackpink stuff, the BTS stuff. But the stuff that, the, the, the thing that really grabbed me was Red Velvet. Uh, bad boy. So if you ever wonder in Patreon why you request Red Velvet albums and I don't do them, it's because that day I went and listened to every Red Velvet album because I was like super hooked. So all Red yeah. Velvet requests would have to go to Ambitious Ace to the left. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's crazy because I can't pinpoint the aha moment because yeah. I was already a, a, a nerd, a geek for anything like you know just. That's not of my, like, I guess, me, stereotype. Um, so I can say one of my moments was, of course, Shiny. And yeah. the more we got into Shiny, I was just like, oh. And then, I mean, like, I, I was trying to actually think about when was the aha moment. But I really have to go back and through every record. Because it's just, it was already something generally I was all, already into. Like, you know. I'm always into stuff outside of, of what may be perceived as my norm. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I would just say an easy layout for me was just shining because I remember just always like, yo, who is this group and why haven't I been paying attention? So I, I guess it was it was shining. The more we got into shining, because I feel like every shiny reaction we was just like, yo, what? Yeah, it was amazing. Oh my god, this and this and that. So for me, it was shiny. I would say for me, um, I can't think of the, uh, it was really two, but uh, it was a PLT when we first started saying anger music, Egoholics. Yeah, Egoholics. That's a good one. That one was like, yo. Yeah. This is something different. I yeah. think that's when we started coming up with hanger music. Yeah, you're right. Um, and around that time, my energy was kind of changing when it comes to certain, because I was looking for, I was looking for certain groups around that same time too. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, okay, I'm starting to get like a, 
my bearings. Um, so, um, PLT, Eagleholic, um, and then this, the, but the real one, if I can be honest, was Instagram by Dean. Oh, um, man. Yeah, yeah. Because that, then we even knew there was more than K pop. It was like just everything. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I that, that song, um, hit me in a way was like, and I wasn't really on IG like that, but just the passion, the the artist expression. We were kind of getting used to like the you know the theatrics when it came to K-pop, but that Dean one was like, oh, he's doing something different with this one. Like I'm thinking, I'm feeling it, I'm connecting with it. Yeah. I would say that was the first time I really connected with a song. Ten AP, do you, you have a moment? Oh, uh-huh. um. It's you wanna be. Okay. Mm. After yeah. after Ace showed me his moves. No. I was, no. Yeah. No. Um he showed me that he could do it. No, I couldn't. I could so, not do it. I felt implored that I could do it too. And I could be whoever I wanted. I think I could do it better now. You see? You see you like how I did it there? Yeah. You, gonna, you gonna prove it? No. Oh well. <laughs> But that that's when I started paying attention. So it was just like otherwise it was just noise because <laughs> I'm like I I I don't know I'm weird. Carry on. Oh wait, no, that's my turn. Because well, <laughs> initially, even when when we first started yeah. reacting, you weren't recording. I felt like we would just set it to record. Mm-hmm. And oh mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah. But yes. I wasn't. I was like, nah, I don't know. What, I don't know what just talking about. I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. I wasn't paying it. I was not invested. <laughs> but then when that wanna be in there, I was like, oh, let me pay attention. Mm-hmm. And then it was a wrap. Now that is my whole playlist. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. So, how do you pronounce this? M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-
J-pop records. I like some of everything. I listen to video game soundtracks. I'm Me weird too. like that. <laughs> Me too. Um, I, I like to like just <laughs> listen to music and whatever, you know, fits my mood at the moment. So it's a wide variety. And I'm always like, you know, just expressing myself in different type of ways when it comes to music. Shout out. The country song is uh, Chris Jansen. It's called Fix a Drink. Y'all should check it out. It's a great song. Well, check it out. Um, for me, I'm like Ace. I didn't want to try to go through. I'm trying to pick the one. Um, but as far as music, I, I'm basic, y'all. <laughs> You're not basic, oh, man. Oh, trust me. I'm basic, though. <laughs> but, like, I listen to a lot of old school music. Like, jazz. Like, outside of, like, you know. Um, like, I don't listen to a lot of mainstream rap anymore. So... Yeah, I, if it if it's around and it's there, I'm gonna listen to it. I, jazz, heavy jazz, lo-fi music. Man, sometimes I listen to water. You know what I mean? Like just the noises of like water, like meditation music, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. video game music. Like I listen to like like everything. So for me, it's it's kind of like a mood thing. So if I'm in a mood, then I'll you know I may I may tap into some usher if I feel emotional or. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like if I want to let it burn or something like that, and then you know, study music. You know, if I'm like trying to stay focused, so shout out. <laughs> I guess your favorite K-pop album will be Formula of Love 1080p. Um, it's a good pick. I mean, it's one of the three, yeah. Okay, <laughs> but the other two are like new. But I mean, it's it's like those are the ones that I don't have to skip anything. I can play it all the way through. But I haven't listened to a lot. Well, no, that's a lie. I've yeah, listened, about to to say, a, you, I've listened you to a whole forget. album. You just forget. You're right. You're right. Because I, I ask you what you thought, and you'd be like, I don't remember. That is true. But Formula Love, I know I go back to that one. And right now, um, Zone by Gio and New Jeans. Get up. Yeah. Um, And then the other music that I listen to is pretty much hip-hop, R&B, reggae, dancehall, Disney. Oh, yeah, reggae. Um, Spanish music. It like like Bang Bang said, um, it's whatever my mood is. If I feel like speaking other languages, if I feel like twerking, it, you know, it just depends. Put that on your mama. Yeah, put that on my mama, or I'm like rapping Lil Kim. You <laughs> yeah. know, it, it it just depends on my mood. So yeah. Put that on your hood. I look good. <laughs> I look fly. Wish wish you would. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Okay, so this, let me put the camera right here. This is for you, boo-boo. Okay. So, Street Noise wants to know, when oh, is I it esteemed it. Mr. Bang Bang of Boomerang first I realized yeah, I don't you were America's sweetheart? Yeah, right. I don't want to answer that. But I, I would say, man, shout, shout out to Street Noise, man. I think, I think, I feel like all the guys, we've said it, you know, her, you know, early on in the journey, how important Street Noise was, like, it... I think I said it, she, you know, she my bias, you know, like, you know, a lot of ways she kind of ushered us in, you know, where it's like, check this out, check this out. Did you check this out? Make sure you say this, do this, do this. And it was very important because we didn't know what was going on, you know, especially when it came to the culture. Like, there was a lot of learning. Um, so, yeah, Street street Noise, shout out, man. I, that was nice. But, uh, <laughs> y'all know I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> well, Street Noise is definitely the first. Yeah. Like, she kind of, she literally, like, Grabbed us by the hands and walked us probably to like our first seventy five k subscribers. Love, that, like seriously, 
Like, love. yeah, we love Street Noise. And then, you know, after Street Noise, you know, Ava came, Andrea yeah. came. I don't, I don't know the order. Yeah. I don't know the order. You know, Kage, Sarah, you know, everybody that's in our Discord, you know, Oliver, Christian, Crazy Johnny, all of them, Moni, they all kind of came and like, they all kind of like, you know, keep everybody grounded. Yep. You know, you can go in there after you see a crazy comment and vent and they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll talk you off the ledge. They'll tell you if you were wrong too. They were like, nah, damn, you was out of line, man. What did you mean? You know, we love them guys for that. Everybody, super you know, super accountable. Everybody. If I didn't say your name, man, no, trust, we love you, man. Yo, that's Ren, a fact. All, all of y'all. All of y'all. Facts. It's just too many names to name. Yeah. And the way my memory set up, all I remember is Katie. <laughs> shout, out. shout out to Katie. <laughs> yeah, shout, out, shout out to Katie, man. Oh, <laughs> man. I, I still get the feels when we got those bobbleheads yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah, Hopefully, we have a meetup soon, man. Yeah. That'd, that'd, be that'd, be an, that'd be really dope. I don't know if there's any concert that everybody's coming to uh, Georgia for, but that'd be dope. I mean, those are always super fun, and we're usually there like all night. Yeah. This is great. Good vibes. Okay. So, this is like a combo question because people just be wanting to know. What do y'all do for a living? I like, work for the government. Shout out, top <laughs> secret. <laughs> well, I'm unemployed. I can't, I can't <laughs> say that. Why are you saying like that? I mean, I got fired, y'all. Oh, jeez. I used to I used to work at a school. I got fired. Technically. He got let go. Yeah, I got let go. I'm a, I'm currently unemployed, y'all. I'm currently looking. I'm I'm I'm, I'm venturing into uh cybersecurity. Shout out. Uh but yeah, currently unemployed. Yeah, I work for the government. I was playing. No, I'm playing. Yeah. I don't work for no government. Okay. <laughs> but I work from home now. Uh, um, I'm working in, what, what field would this be classified as? Um, I couldn't tell you. Making money? HR? Yes. I'm, I'm along in that, in that, that field right now. I talk to people every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I talk to people every day. <laughs> <laughs> about their problems, about their issues. Yes. Yes. Fun. Uh, I would say I'm a human calculator, so I pretty much uh, <laughs> people tell me things to compute, and I just compute it, you know, by hand. Um, I have electric eraser as well, so if I make a mistake, but an electric <laughs> no, eraser, <laughs> I love it. Uh, but uh, I guess for a living, I don't know what you classify, but I guess like an electrical designer. That's uh, I'm the I'm the outlet guy. You know, <laughs> the outlet, outlet guy. <laughs> hey, we need an outlet here. Okay. And uh, we need a light here. Okay. <laughs> That's oh, it. goodness. <laughs> okay. And I'm in the medical industry. That's it. That's all I got. Shout out. But do you, you guys. Yeah, I think you can get in trouble for talking about what you do. I just, I'm in the medical industry. That's, 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 that's very don't, broad. Don't violate that's HIPAA. Good. That's okay. good. Don't yeah. violate, no, no HIPAA violations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. HIPAA. <laughs> <laughs> So the second part of the question is, do you love your jobs? Is it your passion? Or what are you or is what you're doing on the channel your actual passion? Uh I like to I like creating content. Uh I'd say that's that's a passion of mine. I like being creative and, and doing things that's fresh. Uh I hated my last job. I, th- I talked about it all the time, how much I hated it. Yeah, I did too. Live, yeah. I did all yeah. the time. All the time. I mean, they literally pre- tried to prevent me from doing a, like damn near half of the listening parties we did. Yeah. So now I, I did not like my last job. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm I'm just passionate about doing things that I find uh like happiness and and fun and joy in. I I don't I don't like business business stuff. It usually gets really whack and non-creative. Yeah, yeah. um if this was me about um 2 years ago, I would have still told you I hate my job. I hate everything I do right now. I don't love it right now, but I think it's somewhere more progressive than when I've ever been. So I've been in a much better headspace than I was than you probably see me like two or three years ago when I was still talking about my old job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, right now it's a little bit better, but it's not where I want to be, but I can see what I can use it for to get somewhere that I prefer to be. But I would love to do things like with creatively with the channel full time. That would be amazing, you know. I think that's the that's the passion of mine is just creating and uh, learning more and more about just trying to do something different. And I love being the person behind the scenes. I I, I really like that. Like yeah. when we when we watch all this stuff, like I'm just analyzing how did they do that? How did they do this? How did they shoot that? How did they edit this? That's just how my mind works. And then, like, sometimes I like to figure out that stuff myself. That's dope. Uh, I be chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, <laughs> when it comes to my job, I'll just be, I'll just be chilling. You know, like, do I like what I do? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, it's, it's straightforward. But I don't know if it's, like, where I'm the best at, if I can mm -hmm. be honest and say that. I'm a super-duper introvert. Like, super like I, I can't even like explain how much of an introvert I am, but I do like working with people, which is the weirdest thing ever. Like I think um, collab collaborative projects is something I love doing. Um, <clears throat> small business is something I like to dabble into, but um, but like creative collaborative efforts is something that's like when it when there's a lot of moving pieces and it and, and it has to move people. Like that's something I've probably been the best at. Like oh, we should do this, come up with an idea, and we put a whole bunch of things together. I like if I can try to, you know, relate to somebody, I would say like a Diddy, you know, in, in some aspects where he likes to curate things. Everybody's like, what does Diddy do exactly? He doesn't play piano. He doesn't play any instruments. He don't produce. But he likes to curate, uh, you know, like just individuals. Hopefully that makes sense. But um, I know when I was doing the podcast, I had a lot of fun early on when I first started. And it was like introduce some friends to this. And we had to get equipment. And we had to bring this in. And we get this. I feel like the more complex the problem is, um, the more I like it for some reason. So, uh, and people are the most complex things on this earth. So, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if I said anything, no, but I definitely <laughs> said something. Yeah. That was good. That was dope. Okay. So, you like your job? I mean, I don't. I like, I like <laughs> my out, job. <laughs> I like my job when I feel like an, I can actually help somebody. Um, and then you piss me off, and then I help you. <laughs> I'm gonna just shut up. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Don't violate HIPAA. <laughs> I'm not violating yeah. HIPAA. I just, you know, whatever. <laughs> um. So let's see. You, you, yeah. That's that's how we're gonna say it today. You, you six two eight nine wants to know what you guys do, how you spend your time outside of TRC, and what does your day to day look like. Uh. I'm usually always doing something TRC related. Um, 
there's a, like a lot that has to happen behind the scenes that has to keep moving in order for things to work. So I'm usually doing something. Uh, I'm all, I like watching TV shows. Shout out. Um, me and 1080p watch TV shows. Most of the shows, shows we can't watch with kids around, unfortunately. Because uh, we have those. Yeah. I like listening to music. I like playing uh, video games when I get a chance to do that. Um, I like being active. I mean, I wouldn't be like infinite lot and say I like to work out, but I like to do stuff that has me moving. If you get what I mean by that. Uh, I mean, I feel like, I mean, I don't know if you wanted more from that question. I, I feel like, I feel like that's enough of an answer. Yeah. Whatever you want to share. Yeah. I, I work and play games, y'all. Shut up. <laughs> Push the button. I work. There's your tag. <laughs> edit content for the channel and play games. I mean, right now, um, this is just an area of my life where I'm just like, just trying to get us ready for our next big thing or whatever like that. But other than that, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Like I'm playing a game, listening to music, watching some TV. Um, but one thing I, I guess that I'm trying to start more is like trying to actually start going back out again. We recently just went to um, Devin Air's event Shut and stuff out. like that. So I feel like that's what I want to get back into. Like just going out and supporting people again. Cause I feel like we were doing that a lot pre-covid <laughs> yeah and then after covid it was just like eh, i might go out eh, maybe uh but i like supporting people i like you know that's why we was always yeah. going to bang bang's parties and stuff you know i mean it was fun but i just love supporting people whatever they're doing Same. and we were doing table reads and all that so if it's not playing games i'm going out doing something and trying to support some people in whatever they're doing well i do the most i think everybody in this room knows that uh my schedule sucks Sucks, 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 man. I'm I'm constantly He's doing a business, man. <laughs> yes, if I'm not going to work, and then I got the small business, and then uh, then you know social engagements, and then you know of course we do content creation, which is super dope. But um, yeah, usually my schedule is like I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here too. So um, then then networking is a part of it. You gotta socialize. Like it's a lot of moving pieces and. Yeah, so it's it's chaotic. Everybody tells me I got to slow down. So uh, he does, y'all. <laughs> but I think I think refocusing on like the priorities is pretty much what I'm I'm, I'm focused on right now. So um, so I've been cutting some things down just so I can have more time to like because over time it wears you down when you're doing so much and you're organizing this, this you can only you can only do so much. So minimizing and only working on the things that really matter to me the most is something I've been kind of honing on in, um and. I think I'm getting okay at it, so. But yeah, I do the most, y'all. I'm sorry, man. This is don't that be was tough sorry. <laughs> you, you, it's that's finding the balance for it all, right? Yeah. Just ain't find it yet, and that's okay. Okay, let's see. Um. Oh, you didn't want to answer the question. I mean, I don't do nothing. My day to day looks like I work, and then I take care of these kids. Um, <laughs> Shout out. That's that. Sundays, I'm y'all's. <laughs> <laughs> then that's it. <laughs> yeah, I support y'all as, as in any way that it is needed, and that's that. Man, I, just... I don't even want to bring up taking care of these kids. No, shout out. That's beautiful. <laughs> Damn. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's like, I just kids are kids are hot. They're, they're, especially the boys. It's like ten jobs. I mean, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> you said the boy. Yeah, that's, boy. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, parenting is, is not easy and you, you're trying to raise humans to be good. <laughs> yeah, very important. You know, I mean, at least you, you want them to be because it's, hell, I don't need yeah, a therapy session right no, now. Yeah, yeah. So let's move on. Harry, Harry Seven and Anna, Anna, what? And a pure, I don't know how to, I can't read. They want to know some school memories and talk about some favorite foods. School so, memories. Yeah. I apologize for jacking up your name. Either one of y'all got one already lined up? I mean, what kind of school memories? What whatever say, you, whatever I was, you want to share. I was a menace. <laughs> I was a mean menace. I was a monster. Nobody would like me as a child. That is a hundred percent fact. You were in no America's sweetheart? No. <laughs> no. And then I found out I was funny at a young age too. <laughs> and I was going in. Like I was picking on not like bullying, but I used to joke with everybody. The teachers. Were you the class clown? This okay, I'll tell you a story. This is when I knew I was the class clown. Um it was like the sixth grade, and we had a, a substitute teacher come in, and she had like a wild name, right? Like, I think it was like Miss Mahoney or Mahorny or something like that, and, or something like that. And when she said the name, everybody looked at me <laughs> to tell the joke. And I remember being so mad for some reason, because I was like, so that's all y'all want me for? I told the joke, and it was hilarious. I, I didn't get kicked out of the class neither. But I remember feeling a certain way like, these guys, they just, they just want me to be funny. I realized I was a class clown, so yeah, I was, I was bad. And then I was a kid who didn't get in trouble, but like egged on a person to get in trouble. Like, I was sneaky bad. Like, they'd be like, but, but he was doing it too. I, what are you talking about? You know, so yeah, I, I was bad, man. Oh, oh that was so bad. So, um, but yeah, that's that's my high school memory right there, class clown. So, I, I guess I can uh, divulge something. So, I mean, I was I was not bad in class. I was good. Was All my work. teachers will tell you I was good. I was quiet in class. I did no work. Uh, <laughs> that's facts. Uh, I was I was the kid that didn't want to be t the smart kid in class, so I actually didn't do my work half of the year, and I do it the other half of the year. Oh yeah, the makeup assignments in math class. I would literally do the homework in class, fall asleep, and I'd pass the homework around for everybody else to copy. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I I used to want to run track and play in a football team so bad, but my grades wouldn't allow me because, like I said, I only did work half of the year; the other half I wouldn't. So you can't. I would do just enough to pass, but mm. I didn't want to be joked by the popular kids for being a nerd. Mm. Yeah. So I just didn't excel in grades. Like I knew the stuff, but I just didn't really apply myself because I, I, I was just like, man, if I get honor roll, I'm getting joked. That's that time. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't participate in, in any stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was a good kid in, in school. You know, I used to, uh, play a lot of video games we'd go to my Shut friends out. houses and play video games i i used to get banned from using characters at other people's houses uh i remember i'd go over to my friend mark's house and play smash brothers i was banned from using pikachu uh 
I would go over to their house to play uh, Mortal uh, Killer Instinct. I was Ooh, banned from class. using Orchid. I was banned from using TJ Combo, and I was banned from using uh, Folgar. I was not allowed to use any of those characters because uh, it was their house. They made the rules. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I used to steal. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. I'm just saying, I, I don't want to pay myself. You just as said a, you was a good kid. I was in school. You can still be I, I good. Was, still. I was still good. Depending on what he's doing. We was broke. <laughs> I mean, I was still in video games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know the the you know how they had the $20 video game section? <laughs> I, so so the expensive games was in a glass case. Yeah. You know, so I had figured out this little trick uh, of stealing games. And I remember I, I, sh- I showed my brother how to do it. That's dope. Mm-hmm. I showed him how to steal the games because I was like, yo, you can steal the games and then you can take them to cash converters and sell them. And cash converters knew everything everybody was bringing was stolen. Yeah. This is a company, you know? Basically a glorified pawn shop. You know what I'm saying? Uh but yeah, I don't I don't feel like I was a bad person because I used to do it. Then my brother got caught and I stopped stealing. I was just like, yeah. If we have by, the way, by the way, I was I was only reason the other reason I was stealing this because I couldn't work outside of the summer. Yeah. And my parents never gave me money because they didn't have any. So uh love you, mom and dad, if you're watching this. Uh but yeah. Uh yeah, I used to work in the summers and uh when I wasn't able to work, I would just steal stuff from Walmart. All right, for Kmart, Super Kmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I guess uh, some, I, I'll throw something in there I regret I used, I had a guitar my uncle gave me a guitar it was a bass actually <laughs> Shut up. it was a bass it was a right handed bass I'm left handed but I could have flipped the strings around and still used it and uh, I traded it in for a Nintendo 64 at that same cash converters we used to sell all our stolen stuff to so um, and I remember the day you found out I felt really bad <laughs> But we still had mad fun playing Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But but in long term, uh, looking at it, I, I really wish I would have took the time to learn how to play the bass, as opposed to the thousands of hours I probably spent on Mario Kart and WWE No Mercy and NWO oh, WCW Revenge. Well, uh, I ain't got no stories. You That's right, you're scribbling. <laughs> I you was, can definitely tell some of the stories <laughs> from here if you want. I ain't, I ain't got no stories. I I was I, I was a lame growing up. I ain't afraid to Shut say up. it. You know, I, no I, such I, thing. I was I was always the one that was afraid to skip. I wasn't skipping no school, man. I was I wasn't getting caught. Um I was I was always the tall big boy that didn't do nothing cuz I didn't like sports. Um I was just into video games and TV. Um, I ain't got no good stories. <laughs> I mean, no, nah, I ain't telling that. Oh, but that's what I was like. <laughs> but uh, I mean, there, there's some stories, but pretty much, man, I was just, I was, I was quiet. Shut I mean, up. um, I'll tell you what, the person I was in school would have never been sitting here in this chair right now. Oh, I did not like talking to people. I, I I just did not like talking to people. You see me, I had a do rag and headphones on everywhere I went. And what color pe- was the do rag? Black. Shut up. Everybody would tell you. Everybody would tell you. Oh, G. Oh, he over there listening to music. I was just always to myself, just chilling. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really start to come out my shell until like sixteen, seventeen. It was real late. Real late, <laughs> so I was really to myself. I had my my band of friends and everything like that. I wasn't just 
like, you know, just to myself all the time. But people will tell you I was pretty much just to myself. So uh, favorite food, though? I love tacos. I, I love Mexican food. So, yeah, tacos and nachos. Answer that part of the question. Y'all answer that part of the question. Favorite nope. food? Uh, favorite food? When I was young, it was always pizza. Um, mine was the hottest of the hot wings. Okay. Big, big hot wing fan. Okay. Yeah. And hot fries. <laughs> yeah. Hot. I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> and this, this this question brought me back to childhood trauma. I just want. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I got a lot of trauma from my childhood, man. I don't really got good. I mean, I do too. But I, I, I have some good memories. Don't get me wrong. It's just <laughs> there was a lot of moments I had growing yeah. up, and I don't like to reflect on most of them. I put it this way: I got kicked out at 16 years old. Mm. They was like, "Hey, you got to go." Like, all right, dude. Peace out. <laughs> Damn. Tough boy. Woo. That's tough, yeah. Yeah. Um, Younger me, be be better. You know I mean? <laughs> really? Be better. <laughs> um, I don't have a favorite food. I just like food. Mm. Um, I was a good child as a child. <laughs> um, like like my proudest moments is when I was a math marker in fifth grade. Okay. Cause no. I, I just I just I don't know what it was. I just like telling everybody they were wrong. In math, because that was the only thing I was good at. The mother subjects was trash. Um, I I had honor roll a lot, and it was like, oh, that's well, dope. and you know what? The bad part is like it's a memory that my mom remembers, so I remember it because she says it often. It was like when I got honor roll and Bill Clinton called and left a voicemail, Wait, the, and the answering machine. Bill Clinton called, yeah. So it's like that's the only thing I remember by nice. me getting on a roll. Nice, nice. Hello. Um, I'm trying to think. And then the other, my other one accomplishment as a child, um, I used to dance like ballet, tap, jazz, all those kinds of things for like a good eight years. And the one time that I got dancer of the year. Okay. And then after that, it just went sh- went to shit hell. See, that's a healthy <laughs> that's childhood. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you heard what she said. <laughs> then it went to shit. <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. I got I got the accolade, and I was like, all right, that's enough of that. <laughs> I'm good after and that. And then life changed. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty I much. See. Pivot points. Pretty much. It was like all those all those things like led up to the the pivotal movement, and then everything changed. Then I moved, and then everything just went straight to shit. Hmm. So, but then it got better because I met you guys. So there's that. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Next question. Gabby in your area wants to know what are your favorite K dramas that you all watch? I don't watch any K dramas. Uh, the one that uh, bank, uh, uh, Ambitious Ace is going to write. Um... <laughs> Which one? <laughs> oh, you said the one I'm going to write? Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> Whatever you write. <laughs> Um, I haven't gotten to as much as I would want to. I have a whole bunch on my list, but um, the Taiwan class it was my first. The Squid Games count? Um, no. Yeah. Okay, I watched Squid Games. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, Squid Games, of course. Um, my favorite right now is Uncanny Counter. I really love that show. Um, I enjoyed My Name. Um and one we're currently finishing up right now is Bloodhounds, and I've watched a couple more, but I can't think of the name. But um, yeah, I'm starting to get into them a lot more lately, and um, I I love ones with like a good like action bit, but I do love some dramas as well. 
Well, so it's, it's, I'm just trying to figure out what I like specifically. But as long as the production value is good and everything, got a nice story, um, yeah, that's what I'm into. I ain't got no beef against them. I just haven't seen a trailer for one that I'm like, yo, I got to check that out. That's that's my only thing. Yeah. Dope. And yeah, I don't watch it either. I can't multitask. Um, well, I- because you never want to sit down and watch something. So if they're not speaking in English, that requires you to stare at the TV because she misses half of the action things that happen on screen, y'all. Because she be oh. doing, she's always doing something, you know. Well, because I I just can't read and watch. That's what my issue is. Because like I tried last night, I read, and I fell asleep. It's understandable. Yeah. So I, it's my yeah, my attention span. We, we've been watching Invasion, and you have people speaking English, and then you have British English speakers, then you have a Japanese uh, a group. And then you have a, I guess, Middle Eastern group, mm-hmm. and they have an accent. Mm-hmm. So everybody that they're showing and they're jumping back and forth, like you have to mentally adjust to the accent mm-hmm. when you're listening to them talk. Okay. And uh, you know, and obviously when they're in Japan, you literally have to just read it unless you're yeah. Japanese. Yeah. So gotcha. it's just like you know, it's a lot of reading. Gotcha. But it's cool. I like it. Gotcha. 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 But for her, it's just like because ah. <laughs> my brain is a little. Uh, just can't keep up. Yeah. To do, it, to do it all at the same time. Cool. Okay. So we're going to move on. Um, Senor Lullaby6338 wants to know what y'all favorite movies, video games, and TV shows. And a bonus is for your all-time gaming system. Oh. That's a lot. It is. That's a lot. All we just time. do off of all game, favorite gaming systems? That's tough. Mm-hmm. Can we just do that? Uh, mine becomes uh from uh a tie well not a tie but I would say all time favorite is definitely PS2, but runner up would be Dreamcast. Dreamcast because yeah. Dreamcast had a lot of gems that nobody paid attention to, but most definitely all time favorite console will be PS2. Um, I'm gonna give you a third one just to throw a third one in there, Nintendo 64. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, you I w- didn't answer the rest of the questions. That's a broad favorite question. favorite TV show. What else was in there? There's a lot. I'm I'm we, I can't answer all that in one. Uh, there's a lot I like, you did y'all. Not come prepared. It's even when I try <laughs> yeah, to think. Yeah, even when I try oh, to yeah. come think about the question, I'm just I can't vomit. Huh? <laughs> just, <laughs> just vomit. Yeah, what you got? All time. So hold on. I I go favorite console. I go. She said vomit. Yeah. Throw it out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Throw it out favorite console. I'll go with Nintendo sixty four probably because that's probably the most amount of time I've ever spent playing video games. That's fact. Between 007, Mario Kart, uh, uh, Def Jam, Vendetta. There was a lot of games. Our Def and Vendetta was GameCube. But yeah. I spent so much time WWF playing. The amount of time I spent on 007 alone. Yes. It's probably absolute. Absolutely mind-numbing to most people. Uh, favorite, you know, it was what TV show? Mm-hmm. Favorite all-time TV show? I'll, yeah, that is actually tough fairly tough. <laughs> but I'll just say, vomit. you said vomit. Just saying. The Wire. Uh, I'll basically say, yeah, well, I was about to say that. You should still. She said vomit. I vomited. So The Wire. There you go. That's one of them right there. That's one of them. Vomit. The, the Wire was absolutely fantastic. It's kind of hard to find too many shows that can really top what they put together on there. There has been no show that made me go back and respect the season I did not like. 
I yeah. did not enjoy season two of The Wire. <laughs> well, just the fact that, and I just found out that all those characters were people. So Mahershala Ali, mm-hmm. Mike Coulter, and who was the other person? Anthony Mackey all yeah. tried out for uh, Stringer Bell. Really? I never and, knew that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, what was, there was something else in there. Movies. Movie. Oh. Uh, Coming to America and The Last Dragon. What else? Coming to America. That's it. Huh? Oh, okay. Your favorite video games? A favorite video game uh, of all time, I'd still say it was probably Final Fantasy VII. I, yeah. I, I can't really get over the feelings. You know, what game made me, you know, the game that made me feel the absolute most emotions ever was The Last of Us 2. People give that game so much shit, but I, I want to praise that game because I don't. I've never been like that angry. Like the emotions I went through, and then the last scene, like I was just like, "No, I don't want to do this shit." I've never felt like that in a video game before. Like I say all the time, "The Last of Us Two is the greatest game that I'll never play again." <laughs> nice. <laughs> Love it. Um and by, by the way, I'll tr- I'll I'll take back my wire for since he already said the wire best TV show of all time. I'll, I'll just go uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm. Yeah, I'll just I'll just backtrack. Y'all took both of my joints, man. Well, I choose Martin then. You know what I'm saying? Okay, hey, yeah, there we go. I'm telling you, all you gotta do is vomit. My, yeah. And, yeah. I was gonna say living Getting single, head stuck in the, in the board. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But my favorite scene with Martin when he was dragging that dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Nino Brown. The Nino Brown one. Uh, but Martin has low-key one of the best comedies. Like, I mean, man, that joint was so funny. I love Fresh Prince, but yeah, Martin was was the truth. Uh, favorite console has to be PlayStation 1, 2, 3. <laughs> that ain't fair. <laughs> that is not fair. I, I'll say PS1 only because, like, that was my first thing I had to be responsible for. You know, people got like pets. I had a had a had a machine I had to be responsible for, and I took care of the machines. So mm. I, I wiped the disc down. Remember, we had to clean disc back in the day. Like I took care of that joint. I had a little sister. Every time I see fingerprints, I'll be like, touching my games. You know, like I really took care of that that system. So PS One, my favorite game has to be Final Fantasy, the one with Squall hey. and. Eight. Nine, oh, eight, yeah, eight. eight, man. That 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 got me into the journey of like, um, like I guess you call it the nerd type of thing, because uh, you know, I considered myself a cool guy when I was younger, and uh, video games was my thing. But that Final Fantasy though, when I saw Squall and that thing dancing, he was all nerds <laughs> and stuff. I was like, man, that would be me tripping all over myself, like. But uh. <laughs> Favorite game by far um, was that game right there. And I think that was it. Um, I think we said movie, Coming to America, though. I I want to choose something else. Coming to America. That or um, Don't Drink Juice While in the Hood. Um, Don't Be a Menace. Don't Be a Menace South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. Yep. I never laughed so hard as a child until I saw that. That was one of my favorite movies growing up. Nobody said Baby Boy. But I will say, hey, no. uh, I just want to point out... Uh, Set It Off is one of the most emotional movies I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, Set It Off too. Yeah. I'm thinking about so much in my head. This is why I don't like these questions. Bombing. Yeah, let's do it out there. 1080p? Oh. 
Um, well, I'm not a gamer, so that's fine. You can say Sonic, just, Tetris. No, it's it's like between Sega and, and Nintendo. Shut up. That's a game. Pinball. I know it is. No, but I'm talking about like the system. It was oh, okay. Sega was the only one that I actually owned. Oh, the Genesis. Yeah, the Gen. I did just say Classic. Sega, didn't I? Yeah, the Sega Genesis is the only one that I actually owned. So it's a little biased. Um, but I guess technically you've owned. Uh, Xbox 360. I'm talking about when I was a children. Shout out. When I was a children, Sega was the only one that I actually owned. Sega. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I, you know, I grew up playing Sonic and what was it Victor Man? Okay. That was my shit. Oh, Victor. She had to unlock the memory. She had the Genesis too. Oh my <laughs> god! That was my shit. Came with the Vector Man game. Yeah. Good. That's the one that I liked Vector the most. Man. And then like on Nintendo. <laughs> It was the what the track and field one when you had the the power pad. Oh, remember that Because I was a beast at hurdles. That was the only time I was good at hurdles because I wasn't good in real life. Who used to cheat by holding themselves up in the air and, and just? No, you just lift up your heels. <laughs> I just lifted up my heels. That's all you got to do. And then you jump off the thing. Yeah. But you got to jump back on. Exactly. Before it falls. Exactly. That's that's why I was I loved it. Um, my favorite show is like between girlfriends and then imposters. Nice. Um, trying to think, and then movies. It's like I don't know a Disney movie. Shut up! <laughs> it was like Cinderella, The Little Mermaid, Peter Pan, what? <laughs> Death Becomes Her, Drop Dead Fred, Willy Wonka, Problem Child Two, Big She Devil. You know, House Party, Classic, Drumline, oh, House Party. That's right. Like when I read the question, I just vomited all of those things out, and I was like, oh, let me just. It's- it's it's so broad. It's hard it's for much. me because then if I name something, it takes you down the rabbit hole. Th- no, three hours later, I'm gonna be thinking about this recording right now. <laughs> Damn, I should have <laughs> said this. Exactly. Well, you can Damn. always add it in in post. <laughs> oh, I'm just like, hey, y'all. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Editor, Ace that here. movie I was talking about. <laughs> right. I forgot to mention Inception. <laughs> Nobody. Inception. Ooh. Nobody no. saying Inception. No, that's what? one of my favorite movies. What? Really? Yes. yes. Inception is one of my all-time favorite movies, actually. Yes. Jumanji, come on now. Oh, Jumanji is a classic. Oh, See? Oh, See what I mean? Oh, this is hard for me. Next it's question. Tough. Next question. Okay, it's well, tough. The last question from KR Booyer0505. Are there any things other <clears throat> are Jesus Christ? Are there any other things like the podcast that you guys want to do in the future, branching out or even more? Thank you for all the work you do, providing enjoyment for everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, for oh, yeah, we appreciate that. I mean, uh, can't you, you you can't tell we've been doing a whole bunch of stuff this year just alone, right? We've done a whole bunch of things that we haven't done before. There's some stuff that'll be out before the end of the year that some of you guys should already actually expect. Um, but yeah, we're we're working on some things. Try not to spoil. <laughs> I I, I want to talk. Yeah, I know I normally just talk. Yeah, but uh, you know. We haven't talked about talking about these things. So talked about talking. There's about something talking. coming very soon that you guys will be excited to see, and I hope y'all support. Sometime it in October, not. I'll just say that. Yes, there I think go. that's yeah, that, yeah, that's, there. There you go. Yeah, yeah. In October, be on the lookout for something just pretty cool. Be on be on the lookout. Yes, very proud of it. I think it's going to be something. Uh, Monumental. Monumental. Oh, that's what I, mean, I, ain't, call I it. ain't about to put yeah. the DP oil. <laughs> right. I think it's gonna be monumental. Uh I think that, you know if, if you all been rocking with us since the beginning, y'all gonna love it. 
Some of y'all might be hating, but it's okay. Uh, yes. It's okay. But I, I think it's going to be amazing. And I can't wait to be finally able to talk about it. Mm, you excited about it. Oh, yes. 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 I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. <laughs> and there'll probably only be one more episode of Tune Trials with Reactors just because uh, they're so hard to get to do, to get along to do it, so... I mean, it might be with some, some like, do it in another way, but with reactors, it's tough, y'all. It's tough. And y'all ain't harassing these people enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if they did it, they oh, would probably yeah. be like, all right, fine. It'll happen. It'll, it'll get easier. No. It will. But yeah, other than that, um, yeah, just, just stay tuned. Yes. All right. So is that a podcast? That was actually a podcast. I guess so. Yeah, we were, we were talking. Yeah, we were talking. Yeah. I, More about ourselves than we usually do. It's like a therapy It's really session. uncomfortable. <laughs> Not like a really. <laughs> Real. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I just don't think, you know, I don't think my life is all that interesting. I'm human. Yeah. I don't like talking about I'm pretty stuff. sure the idols can tell you similar stories. They used to go steal Twinkies and fudge rounds and, you know. <laughs> Twinkies and fudge rounds. You know what those are? Yeah. Okay, then. What are fudge rounds? I, I don't I know. Are I they know like moon pies. Are they like moon pies? He looked at me like I, he was disgusted. I'm yeah, like, what I, are fudge rounds? I've never heard of fudge rounds. <laughs> I know <laughs> zebra cakes. I know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. Banana cream, twi- twin cream pie thingies. Yeah. Are you talking about like the little chalk thing with the swirls? Oh, that is called fudge round. <laughs> I know that box. Oh uh, yeah, that wasn't my favorite. I wasn't. I wasn't always no, into no, that. No one yeah, ate that. Though. Nobody ate I was that. a more of an oatmeal cream pie. Yeah, oatmeal cream pie. Yeah. 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 yeah, I used to tear these. Up. <laughs> what? Shout out to Fudge Round lovers. The yeah. Cosmic <laughs> brownies. Yeah. Oh you know? yeah, with the with the, the little M and M looking. Cosmic brownies M&M. was always yeah. gone, and they wanted ten cents more. I ain't like that. <laughs> uh, the Fudge Rounds and the oatmeal joints were twenty five. Yeah. The Cosmic brownies was thirty five cents. Yeah. Yeah. How much are they now? A dollar twenty five? Probably. Three dollars. Yeah, 30. probably three dollars. About three dollars. McDonald's only ain't got a dollar menu no more. No. A dollar seventy nine. Dollar ninety. Dollar ninety nine. Yeah. Terrible. Well, man, I, I guess that's it. All right. Yeah, I feel exposed. You know. We'll have some more content for you guys. Yes. Um, we got some more guests lined up. Yes. Well, we might do some on our own as well. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I know December's coming up, or the end of the year is coming up. We got to do our awards for best everything in K-pop because these labels, I mean, because these other shows get them wrong. Yes, they do. I'm wrong. I ain't saying nothing. In our show, Blackpink will be winning best choreography for Pink Venom for the year. Okay. Yeah, guys, done. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, solid. Stopping all the buttons. All right, y'all. Peace.